We are back on I Represent the 2% uh, with your host, Amos Wellington. Greetings, one and all. I am so excited. I'm such a fan of this young man um, and the career that he had um, as a track and field athlete, qualifying for the Olympic trials, setting a national record that is still standing and shall for quite a while. Yet, uh, we're, we're here with Michael Granville, the great Michael Granville, celebrating the silver anniversary of his national record in the boys' high school 800 meter run. 146 and what? 4-5. 146-45. Yeah. Set on Friday night, State Prelims, Cerritos College, yeah. 1995. We're going to talk about 96, that. 96, yeah. 96, excuse me. That yeah, would be yeah. 26 years, yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 96. And um, so we're going to talk about that and uh, so much more. But to get, uh, to get us started, Michael, um, Congratulations uh, again on, wow, 96. Okay, I'm so excited to talk about this. Uh, <laughs> but uh, congratulations, man, on the record. Still standing, man. Thank um, you, yes. I mean, it's gone through some names, you know, that's made it to the next level. I was just cheering on Brandon Miller yesterday from SEC, from Texas A&M. He, you know, won the SEC championship as a freshman. And I know that he was tackling a lot of my earlier records. Yeah. Um, you know, freshman year, he got, he went her first freshman to go sub 150 I went 151 mm-hmm. and then you know 148 as a sophomore 147 as a junior Alex. and then the 146 but it and it's I mean the, the names that's you know gone on to do some things and to see that that record still held I mean uh, um Donovan Brazier you know he, mm-hmm. he's kind of started late in the 800 Okay. And the next year you know as a freshman at Texas A&M goes like 143 so it's like woo this <laughs> I was just like, let me make it to that 25 year. Oh, and man. Then, yeah, but I'm cheering all these young I think what I like about it, because it keeps me kind of in the loop and connected to the sport, especially the, the 800 meters. And I, I like that part to be able to stay in the loops, have some kind of relevance and have some be able to be the biggest fans of these young men and women yes. that are, you know, taking the baton to the next level. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So you, you ran those off kind of quickly. Um, you, you know, freshman sophomore, junior year, uh, finally in that your senior year there in 96. Um, before we, before we go there, did you have an, ex- did you have an extensive um, youth career? You know, um, I was at the time we were, we were talking before, just before we hit record and saying, you know, I was coaching high school at the time and, you know, obviously watching, you know, just these incredible numbers, like, man, these one, four, and anything in the tens place is just mm-hmm. not supposed to be for mm-hmm. this level of athletes. Like this is ridiculous. Yeah. But, and so, so tell us about your, your youth career before you get to Bell Gardens, you know, what, okay. what club were you with and, you know, how was, yes. how was that experience? So I, um, I did a little Arco Jesse Owens uh, back in LA is a California thing. I don't know if it's nationwide in 1987, 88. Um, I was real green to the sport. Maybe I ran twice, mm-hmm. the 400 to 200. Um, and it, it was just kind of hitting with the little Pop Warner, 87, 88, and just not too much. And, and then 1990, I um, played baseball. It was something that was open. It's like, let's try some baseball, Mike. And so I was like, I'll, I'll try it out. It was a great pitcher. I felt very, I feel confident to say I was a really good pitcher. 
And as confident as they too, I could not hit worth a darn. <laughs> so so I, I would pitch and we will have a zero zero game to about the fourth inning in that little league. I think you can pitch four innings before you have to put in another one. So I was zoom, yeah, zoom, 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 zoom. Yeah. And then try to get hit by a ball so I can get a base and still home, you know, first base to home. So go. a guy named Haddad um, kind of seen me running. If you uh, had that name, um, Amina Haddad was, is his daughter, Long, Long oh. Beach Polly. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Texas Longhorn. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And so, I've, always, and he, I've always pronounced it Haddad. But when you said oh, it, Haddad. I was like, maybe that's the same guy. Yeah. Maybe, so, maybe it's Haddad. Yeah. Maybe yeah. I, I, I'm saying, I'm yeah. all, back then I said Haddad. And sure, there you go. Went through, I'm pretty sure Haddad, right? <laughs> and so he's like, hey, let's try this track, track and field. There's a team called the West Valley Eagle. Eagles, they are going places and they need somebody to fill a relay spot because somebody got hurt, an athlete got hurt or they just felt like they needed the time. It's like, we want you to go there. So my dad um, we, took me off the baseball field and we went to Canoga Park okay. and they gave me a fresh new blue and gray jersey. Um, I mean, the only sweats I had were my pajamas. So I wore my pajama pants <laughs> that was cut off, you know, <laughs> a couple shirts to keep stay warm. And they gave me a pair of spikes. They, okay. I can still smell them today. Oh, smell the Asics. Asics oh, fresh out the box. Wow. And uh, there's like, let's try this 100 meters. Okay. And uh, didn't get out the blocks. I was 12 years old. So 1990, this is that, that year where I felt like things kind of shifted and had a more direction where I, as far as my athletic ability and yeah. understanding of what this may take, where it may take me. And so uh, fast forward, I get on the line for this 100 meters. On your mark, get set, everybody's down in the blocks. And so I'm just kind of green to this, just not understanding. <laughs> Go. And the first four or five steps, I'm still on the line. And then I decide to take off, you know. <laughs> and as I'm humming and going, because I feel like, hey, I want to get a plane ticket to somewhere. If I can get on this team. And from that point, I'll bring this part up later. Uh -huh. And so I end up uh, winning the race. Okay. Uh, and 11.99 and at the time the national record was 11.98 and first they looked race. at me as like yeah first race 10 years since old. like 1988 i was 12 at the 12, 12 years old 12 years old 11.99 i think jason johnson had from louisiana had the 11.98 which oh i was going to meet uh before so at that point they're like you're on the team yeah right and so uh and then i maybe ran another race a 200 or something but at that point i earned my my flight to Spokane for the um one of the AAU junior it wasn't TAC it was a yes. different one so Spokane, yeah. Spokane Washington and from that point my dad always said earn your plane ticket we always mm -hmm. had that that term mm -hmm. earn your plane ticket like you uh, uh get your qualify eventually get yes. your qualifying mark yes. and then you can go back to practice you know you yeah. be a little bit more risky hey. instead of having to wait to like the last second to get your qualifying get your That's plane right. ticket that's so right. they ever since, so get your plane ticket started that day. 11, I mean, 11.99, get your yeah. plane ticket started at 12 seconds. And then, <laughs> <laughs> and so we, we, we ended up going to, and then going to Spokane and that's where I ran the first 400 that I needed to, they wanted to see, okay, can you run a four by four with us? Hmm. So they put me in that 400 on the black track in Spokane, Washington. <laughs> and, uh, everybody was saying, uh, watch out for Obi. There's a guy named Obi in your race. I'm like, what's a Obi? <laughs> For real, <laughs> and my dad was a very, very um, research study guy. If he, if, mm -hmm. I mean, with Google at the time back then, if he had Google, he would have been even into that studying oh, each yeah. of my competitors. He was one yeah. of those that was see what's and he said, you know, I've been studying 
William. He called him. He's like, his name was William on the list, but it's like yeah. everybody's like Omi and yeah. Obi. He says he's he's he, he's fast. What I want you to do is get out, and then he's gonna try to catch you on the turn. He will catch you on the turn and try to pass you. Don't try to compete with him. Just let yourself relax because you're just off the baseball diamond. So you're gonna have yeah. to pick and choose where you want to hit this yeah. race. So he broke it down to me that way. Wow. And um and again I'm looking. I I, tr I respect him. I, I see he was a little shorter than me at the time, and I felt yeah. pretty confident after what I just did. And my dad yeah. can, was my biggest ring man. You know, if you yes. had that corner guy, he was yes. that guy. And, yes. and so he was just ready. And so sure enough, the gun goes off and I run that first 150 hard. I'm in the lead a little bit. And then I'm just, you know, count my steps to the 200 meter mark so I can chill out a little bit, let my stride go. And sure enough, right at the 200, OB, I'm in the outside lane, maybe lane seven, he's in lane mm -hmm. five. Mm -hmm. And he swoops on through me on that turn. Meanwhile, looking back at it now, looking at the recording of it, and you can hear that woo and the, and the people in the crowd like, that's what OB do. You know, I was just like, oh. And so, and, and people were almost like having a picnic. It's like, oh, this race is over. And if you look back at the video. Mm -hmm. And so anyway, I, I followed my dad's uh, strategy and I chilled on the turn and he was gone. Okay. And then I was like, daddy said with 110 to go, turn it up. And so I turned it up, turned it up, moving, I was feeling good. And then I started seeing myself catch him. Okay. And that catapulted me to another level. And then looking back at the video to this day, you can hear the woo. Ooh. who is this that woo doing this to obi woo yeah and we got all the way through and it was a, a lean for the finish something like yeah. 54 low or something Good. and and um they he ended up winning i took second but that was the start of wow. my youth youth <laughs> career with the west valley eagles and playing tickets we went on to the new uh to uh the junior olympics at lincoln nebraska another playing ticket and we ended up winning the four by four against the LA Jets that Obi's team was on in dramatic fashion. Wow. Uh, shout out to Armand Locker. You know, he was our anchor leg. I was the third leg and he, okay. he brought it home for us. So that was a long, uh, a great um, and still uh, beautiful connection with that Eagles team. And I went on to run, win another Junior Olympics in 1992. <laughs> uh, won the 400, 800, uh, and the both relays, four by one, four by four. And after that meet, um, I was gifted a pair of shoes from Quincy Watts to say, you know, and he was a West Valley Eagle, West Valley Eagles, notable, okay. uh, Tyree Washington, gotcha. um, uh, Quincy Watts, okay. uh, another person, Marion Jones. She was a big reason yeah. when I heard that oh, yeah. she was on the team. I was like, I need to be on the Eagles too. Yeah. And, and so, yeah, so it was <laughs> really a kind of, kind of fun team to be around and people that really want to go to the next level. Well, at that time, it's funny. I mean, um, you know, we were talking about this area that, you know, that I'm in now, the Antelope Valley. I mean, Marion was still in Palmdale at that point. Yeah. She had, she oh, had yeah. made the, she had made the uh, transition uh, mm -hmm. south at that point. So that's, uh, you know, another little tidbit of history. Yes. First moved out here, I was like, yeah, Marion, we, we had Marion for about five days. And then, you know, she was good. Like, yeah, wow. she went to Thousand Oaks or something. Or did she yes. go to Thousand? Yeah. Because yeah. I was, the first time I saw her run, I think it was, it was 91, maybe 91 at the state meet. And mm -hmm. You never forget when you see her run for the first time. I mean, <laughs> I remember her first time. I remember Angela Williams the first time I heard oh, her. Oh, yeah. The, Angela, she was know. part of the, the cheetahs. Growing oh. up, so I would see her often. So oh, you're gonna you're gonna have you're gonna hear a little rush right now. This our Sunday ice cream truck is here. <laughs> the baby girl is like, I need my ice cream. Forget about this interview. My face, <laughs> yes, I know. 
Are you going to take your sign? Hey, sweetheart. Hey, sweetheart. Hi. Hi. There she is. Hi. Yeah, D. You don't know me. <laughs> no. Hi. There you go. Coach Amos, nice to meet you. Just say hi, bye. <laughs> Coach Amos. Oh, yeah. That's like, wonderful. do you have an ice cream sundae, Mr. Amos? <laughs> <laughs> I think we're good for a bit. Okay, that's fantastic. Thank so, you. Um, so, 92, you uh, you make your way over to uh, Bell Gardens High. Yes, yes. Um, and uh, at this point, you, you talked about your dad, you know, giving you that strategy, you know, just for, for that first, for that first big quarter. Mm -hmm. and, um you know, breaking it down. Did did your dad have an extensive running background, or was he just? Yes, a, yes. Okay. He uh, ran at Northridge uh, University, University of Northridge. Okay. He was a half miler, quarter mile, quarter miler. Okay. Uh, uh, Linwood High School growing up, um, and he's six sixty. Back when we used to run the six sixty. Okay. So yeah. he was uh, he was the developing. He loved the eight hundred. Loved the run. Yeah. Um, made it to state made it to the uh and okay. then had a full ride at northridge where there he continued go. his career yeah there we go okay mm -hmm. yeah that makes uh get, get the baby that makes just a whole lot of sense mm -hmm. <laughs> i mean okay. i remember seeing his seeing his spikes oh man I, that's one thing i wish i can go back and and get he had those old pumas suede pumas with the four spikes on it where you don't oh yeah oh yeah classic looking spike oh, you know well those, and those guys you know the guys around the, in the in the late 60s early 70s they were they were still digging out, you know, holes. Yeah, blocks, you know, holes for their blocks, dirt amazing. tracks, long spikes, and running. Yeah. I mean, there's one running serious times. Then I mean, there's still records from that Crazy point. I'm doing interviews, son. Crazy times. <laughs> yeah. 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 And, you know, no. we're not having. And on top of that, what I would think, not having the technology and equipment that we have now, I, I'd mm -hmm. say right, right now what we do see is the information is there, and I can see kids really you, you know that want to make it can find that information as as yes. quickly as possible but back then the information was get on that track and run get oh, out there yeah. and work yeah i mean we yeah. had such there were such you know there were great teams the great teams at you know the southern southern colleges universities the hbcus oh um, yeah Edwin moses prior to yeah well you know i mean el moses went to you know he went to um, ohio state no, 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 not Edwin Moses. I'm sorry. I mean, that's uh, Jesse Owens. I'm not going back that far. Yeah, that's Jesse yeah. Owens. There yeah. you go. <laughs> yeah, Edwin Moses, where did, where did he go to school? Morgan, was it Morgan State? You go to Morgan State? Morehouse, Morehouse. Did he go it's to either the Morehouse house? or Morgan State. Okay, yeah. so to everybody out there that is an HBCU alum that is uh, in, yeah. in, 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 in effigy slapping myself and Michael, we're both uh, from the West Coast, Yeah. both from Southern California, and we're, we're our HBCU, you know, knowledge just just a little bit diminished because there isn't one west of Texas. So just stay with yeah. us. We're okay. Thank you. Thanks for saying that. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. We Woo. love all of our HBCU grads. Yes, we do. <laughs> but um, but yeah, man. I mean, fantastic time. The the teams at uh, Tennessee State, the, the Tiger Bells, the you know, oh, yeah. 19, 1960 Olympics. Uh, you know, Wilma Rudolph and uh, Wyoming Atias. Mm -hmm. Great. You know, a great image of her dancing at the at the starting line of the hundred, just knowing she's going to win. Now, it, it, here's the funny part. OK, just, just talking about HBCUs and track and Olympics. I went to Wilshire Crest Elementary. OK. Her son, uh, we used to call him Tyus, uh, you know, was oh. there and she used to always she was always around. She always helped out with everything, PTA, all kind of stuff. And, 
you know, I didn't know this. I just knew she was, wow. you know, little man's little man's mom. Yeah. And um, I got older, and my dad was like, "You don't even know. You don't even know who that is." And I was like, "Well, why'd you tell me?" And I was like, <laughs> yeah. But yes. But man, I get older, and I get into, you know, I start coaching, and I'm looking mm-hmm. at. I'm at the Amateur Athletic Foundation now, uh, LA84, right? And I'm watching old video and things, and and I see Wyoming Atias, and I'm like, "You gotta be kidding me!" <laughs> Like she's got two Olympic medals. Like, yeah, it's crazy. So you got you got a chance to really appreciate, like, say something to her that to her at that point, like, hey, absolutely, man, absolutely. Oh man, so wonderful. But um, so okay, thank you. So so we got the so we got the background on dad's uh, running ability. And that's, yeah, that's, yeah. Uh, you know that makes a lot of sense. Um, you know why he was able to break down the race for you, like, oh that. yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, that's incredible. And his, his coach um, growing up, too, is um, – I don't know if you remember Brian Harris. Uh, Brian Harrison? Brian Harrison? Yeah, uh-huh. from uh, – mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. He was mm-hmm. the same same time with uh, Marquise. And, mm-hmm. and he went – yeah, so his dad – Marcus Hollowell? My dad. Okay. Yeah, Marcus Hollowell, too. Yeah. Oh, man. I <laughs> no, remember Brian Hollowell. Brian Harrison, Brian Harrison was my teammate at UCLA. Also – Fast 100, 200 meter runner. Ryan yeah. Howard. That's what I'm going to say. Ryan Howard. Oh, yeah. Canyon Springs. Yeah. Canyon Springs. There, there you go. go. Yes. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> so it, it's just like a total just web of connection. Yes. And in, in this uh, track, fa- California track. Fa- wow, this, okay. We're we getting bombarded by double scoops. <laughs> double scoops. Look at this man with the double scoops. Oh, there we go. Man, yeah, hey, man. Wait, where's mine, brother? Yeah, where, where? you can go share. <laughs> come on, man. You, go, hey, you guys like got to finish up. <laughs> especially if you're not sure <laughs> that's wonderful man that's wonderful i'm glad to, yes glad to see right. it. yeah thank you i've got one more coming in but thank you for no, no, your patience fine. on that's this fine. no problem all right no problem shoot we're, we're here celebrating yeah. you know it's, it's, yes sir it's, it's just great to be able to celebrate um you know you, you're here healthy well and to see you with your children and everything fast forward from you know 1996 yeah. I mean, let's just let's just go back in time yeah. to 1996 and how different the world is. I mean, Bill Clinton's the president. Yeah. I think in the spring of 96, Biggie's still alive. Oh, uh, yeah. Spring 96, yeah. he's still alive. Yeah. You know, because I, I believe yeah. we took a trip that summer somewhere. And I think we were in Arizona. I was at like a, a Quickie Mart or a Circle K or something like that. And they said, Christopher Wallace, you know, known as Biggie Small, was killed. Because that was right around the corner from my house. At the in P- Las Vegas? No, 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 no. Not, oh, Tupac oh, that's was in Tupac. Vegas. Yeah, yeah, that's Tupac, Tupac was in Vegas. But Biggie was killed at, you know, on uh, Wilshire and Fairfax around the corner from, at, at the uh, Peterson Oh, Auto man, I didn't, uh, it's, it's just crazy how, how that was. That's right. He was in Cali. Yeah. So he had... He had, I think it was 97 then, right? No, it was 96. That was, was 96. 96. Yeah. Oh, man. And then Tupac was 97. Was Tupac was, no, Tupac was it first. Seemed, Tupac, went first. Tupac was first. I think he oh. was 90, maybe 95. I'm not. Man. It, it, right so, around, because they, they're only, it was only a few months separation because it was interesting. A student, I was at, um, I was at Dominguez at the time. I was at Cal State Dominguez Hills. And um, when Tupac was shot, um, 
of a classmate of mine that was on the baseball team at Dominguez was there and he got hit with a bullet fragment. And my man was like really paranoid. He really was oh. concerned that they were, people were looking for him and like everything changed for that guy at that time. And I, you know, oh. I, I mean, it was very, wow. man. I mean, yeah, but yeah, just the, I mean, gangster rap. Yeah. Gangster, East track. coast, West coast, East coast, West coast was a thing, oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> and these cats really, these young people right now, I mean, can you imagine what 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 Twitter and Instagram would have looked like in 1996? Oh, oh <laughs> man. I always kind of say that to them. I said, man, if I would have had, just give me one year of Instagram back oh, then. Oh, my goodness. They, <laughs> they talk about these kids and how popular they are. If you and yeah. Obi oh. and um, if you, Obi and uh, Marion had, oh. you know, Instagram, <laughs> yeah. it would have been crazy. No. It's it would have been a whole. I mean, just the way my record was, I heard people you know found out about the record. You know, the next day, yeah. some people. One one of the guys I, I met, he was a coach at Stanford, yeah. and he said he was in like Scotland or Ireland at the time, and he found out like at the track and field magazine, like you know a month later. It's like what's his nuts? And call, you know, just just yeah. to, you know, <laughs> to a hear about later, it. Yeah, a month Absolutely. later, but still be surprised. That's the difference. We can hear about something a month later and still yes. be news. Oh man, yeah. Now you know. I mean, an hour later, it's like, oh, yeah. you didn't hear about that? Yeah, yeah. yeah that I told that to my son. It's like, hey, did you hear about Curry? He's like, yeah, yeah. He's already the champ. This that, the eighth seed. I'm like, oh, okay. Oh my goodness, you're right. So information um, is so fast. So so throughout so throughout your high school career, you okay? Your your times are you know they're they're pretty steady. They're consistent. They're they're dropping. Um, was what was the what was the record before you broke it and were you always looking at it once you got to at what point did you start to say okay I can I can get that so uh so my dad again was was uh the researcher of of the sport he would during the summer he would like hide away write out a whole year's workout kind of visualize the year Mm. then come Mm. out you know with smoke and, and and longer beard you know that's how I kind of felt he's like with the little like commandments this is how we're going to do it this year <laughs> and so um to make that to make that no so he would get all kind of uh news clippings david mack george uh uh kirsch um mm. uh a lot of the a lot of the top names i can't remember right now but basically yeah, yeah. he had he had all the the times that were before me different records that i you know wanted to beat and he had them up on the wall and every time I would pass somebody, he'll just take that person off or, wow. and, and just kind of put my times up. And he will, st- wow. you know, start looking. So I remember my, my, so what happened was this, uh, so this, I was more, I wanted to be like a 400 meter runner, like Quincy was. That was, that was my gotcha. hero. And, you know, just somebody that's so cool too. Yeah. And, and oh, funny. Yeah. And then oh, at yeah. the same time can just okay. smooth. Right. And mm-hmm. so I was like, that's me. Yeah, that's yeah, what I yeah. want to be. And so, um, but then one cloudy morning in, in uh, eighth grade, so it was just before I, with the West Valley Eagles, before I run in high school, my dad had a crazy idea of putting me in the 800. Okay. And that was probably the worst day of my, of that year, that, that day of with like the feeling I had, I couldn't eat. I couldn't mm-hmm. talk to my own mother. There was a lady on the team, like the team mom of West Valley Eagles, Smitty's wife. 
And she was the nicest, my goodness, the nicest woman. Oh, you can have a car when you can drive. They would, this Michael is just a nice young man. You raise a good, but like every time I see her, it was just compliments and hugs. And she went to do that same thing to me before my race. And I looked at her like she was the enemy and walked off because I, I was like, I'm about to run. And she went, what's wrong with Michael? She talked to my dad, what's wrong with Michael? Oh, he about to run at 800. Don't never, don't mind the way he's acting. <laughs> she goes, oh, you should have told me that. That kid is upset. Oh, I was yeah. hot. Yeah. So I get on the track and <laughs> I get on the track and I, I jog at it reluctantly. I'm just not wanting to run it. And he's, and I'm just tiptoeing through yeah. and I'm still kind of in the lead, you know, and I'm, and yeah. I end up running uh 220 okay for the win my first okay. time running 800 eighth grade eighth grade okay. and and uh that right there he saw something and i'm running in the eighth grade i'm going sub 50 you know i'm, I'm running yeah. pretty fast at that time <laughs> and and he's like let's go help your 400 so i thought that was it okay. then he puts me in the long beach relays long beach invitationals three weeks mm -hmm. later mm -hmm. against guess who obi Obi decides to be, and I remember him like, not him. And so my, and this day, and so my dad says, this is, and this is how you're going to do it. He's been seeing him run. He's like, he's going to take it out. He says, this is all I want you to do. Make sure he doesn't get no more than 10 yards ahead of you. Okay. Just stay, just kind of keep him 10 yards ahead of you. Yeah. If he makes a move, you got to go with him, but keep that tether. Yeah. Now with 300 meters to go, when you get to this spot right here, no, no, he didn't say that. He said, no, no, at the 300-meter mark, get a check with 300 left. At the 500-meter mark, 300 left, he goes, check on it. I want you to stare at him. And as soon as his shoulders drop when he was looking for air, mm -hmm. run past him. Run as fast as you can and run past him. Okay. And sure enough, I'm running the first 10 steps of this 800, my second 800 in, in life in 1992 oh he's yeah he said it, it, i ran it and the first five steps i was like i don't see how i can run the rest of this race it was like anxiety my legs felt like i was tired both feet on the ground then after the turn i was like okay i'm in a race and i'm I, I wait 10 yards 10 yards what was yeah. this 10 yards and i'm just thinking i'm looking i'm like this kid is running effortlessly oh, why they call him Ovi? oh my gosh and i'm just thinking of all kinds <laughs> of stuff and then Around the 300 mark, so I guess it gave me something to think about. And so at the 300 mark, I was filling the race and I was looking and I was just looking at him. And sure enough, he dropped his hands and his shoulders. I was like, oh, that's probably what my dad was talking about. And I shot, past, I sprinted. I started okay. sprinting. Okay. And so at 250 to go, I shoot past him probably around the 200 meter mark and okay. kept running. I was like, I'm going to just keep running because I know what he has. So I'm going to just run, 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 run. I just ran to oblivion just just down, like, I don't remember the last 200, but I do remember go crossing the finish line and my dad grabbing me. Like he, he, wherever he came from, he was in the middle of the field, that's right. He came and he's like, do you know what you just did? He picked me up, swung me around. I'm like, dad, I love you. I can't breathe. Can I, can I breathe? <laughs> Put me down. And I just melted and he showed me the clock at 156.3. Oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> second one so that right there uh kind of sealed my fate for the 800 oh my so, goodness <laughs> come on 156 156 God, three which was a national record at the time um which has been broken by brandon miller like he went 151 at the same age yeah <laughs> yeah and he's just recently been 150 145 uh freshman at texas a&m so wow. he's he's on track 
wow. more ways than one wow. <laughs> to making it far. So, wow. yeah, so that that moved me into uh, the 800 in the high school. Um, yeah. uh, uh, pretty much, I, I was still thinking about running the 400, but he would put me in. Uh, I think I've ran the 400 one more good time and indoors. I still mm-hmm. ran it at Mount Sac. I won four years in a row mm-hmm. there at Mount mm-hmm. Sac. Mm-hmm. Um, and I tried uh, my freshman year at the state meet. He gave me that and I took third place. That's the year of the state meet where it rained out and they canceled it in 1993. What? Oh, yeah. So 1993. Okay. Uh, I, I had broke the 800 meter record at Arcadia. Okay. I went 151 there. Um, funny part is you can't even do that now. Where my dad kind of, or the coaches were able to put my time at 155 to get in the night meet, which, uh, but I told you already, I went 156.3 as an yeah. eighth grader. But, you know, Doug Speck and everybody, all the powers yeah. to be at Arcadia, there's like, let's give this yeah. freshman a, a shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was, it was a, it was a great experience. I ended up winning, but also Man. one of the only guys that win Arcadia four years in a row. Yeah. So, so anyway, so that year in, in 93, I, come back and try to give that 400 a, a chance. And who's in that race? Uh, Andre Desassure. I can't remember mm-hmm. what high school, what college, high school went to, but he ended up playing football at UW, University of Washington. Gotcha. Uh, six foot four receiver, quarter mm-hmm. miler. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Alvin and Calvin Harrison. Oh, yeah. <laughs> was in the race. Well, oh, one yeah. of them. One yeah. of Calvin was. Because they came from up from uh, CCS back then. They only let one qualifier from the state. So that's why both of them wasn't in the 400. Woo! <laughs> now that yeah. they get three, but so, so Friday night, I, we all qualify and I felt like, okay, as an 800 meter, like uh, background, I feel like I might have a chance to come back and, and sneak up on, on Harrison. Okay. And that's just, you know, my, my way of thinking. And the next, it rained that night. It rained Friday night okay. into the morning. Gotcha. I remember getting up, eating taking whatever I can eat a breakfast. It was sunny, partly cloudy, not raining at all. I get a where, call. We, now, where was the meet that year? Cerritos. It was in Cerritos. Cerritos. Okay, everything. Oh, yeah. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. This yeah, was yeah. the beginning of why it's not probably there all the time. <laughs> and so, and, and so um, it rained. And it's, it wasn't raining. It, it, for the meet, it was going to be dry. It was done. And they canceled it like at 11 o'clock, 12 that morning. I, we get a call that they canceled it because of the rain. And it's too dangerous to run on a wet track. Or, or maybe the, the, the pole vault little the where you put the, the divot, little, yeah, you know, the, little yeah. the divot yeah maybe and that that's full of water and we can't have our pole so they canceled it i'm like what and now and i was like all right i'm starting my summer and then i guess two or three weeks later i found out from uh when i was coaching up here from hal daner that the ccs was like wait a second we've we're already down there you go cancel it like this so they found a way to to redo it and we ran our finals and i ended up taking third um in that 400 for the 93 state meet three so weeks from later that, it had to be it felt like longer wow it felt like longer but oh, some people crazy. say like three weeks oh it was and so from that point i think that's when the powers that be up here is like you know we can't be you know putting all our a's in one basket so at yeah. that point every two years or every year it went yeah. back and forth yeah. and now it's now it's that in fresno Absolutely. or clovis which is i think is a great facility the, oh the the yeah the um um Buchanan High School, Buchanan High School. Yes, 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 yes. Mm-hmm. Is is fabulous. And my um my uncle was the um, <laughs> my uncle. Uh, shout out to my cousin Bass. 
up there in Clovis. He's the director of security in, the, in that district for many years. He's like, yeah, call me anytime you want. I'll get you any one of these jobs you want. I was like, no nice. problem, no problem. I ain't moving to Clovis. But anyway. Yeah, right. <laughs> now, yeah, excuse me. Here's the second offense. So Clovis people, I, I'm, I might, y'all will see me. I'll be, hey, you might get me as your coach. So yeah, you just relax. <laughs> Let me take that back. I'm sorry. Yeah, there we go. Um, so, but yeah, man, I mean, I remember Right around, um, let me see. I don't want to go too far. I'm trying to mix mm -hmm. my decades up. Doritos uh, <laughs> every year, of course, our, our story is going to culminate back there. Um, yeah. But what, it wasn't, no, it wasn't OB. It was, okay, this was much later then. It was, uh, it was David Geddes. David Geddes was at Dorsey at the time. This is mm -hmm. early, early 2000s. Mm -hmm. Early 2000s, late, yeah, yeah, early 2000s. And the meet was at, um, oh no, I know what year it was. Okay, it was 2003. I'm sorry, that's what, okay. that's what it was. We're at Sacramento City, 2003. Geddes had won the state uh, in the quarter three years in a row. Wow. And wow. Um, there was a kid from, uh, there was a kid from Long Beach Poly that was on the cover of Cal High Sports with two big, two big Jay Z diamond earrings and, um, He's standing there. They're running the mile relay. They were both, you know, uh, Dorsey was leading the nation at like 308, something like that. Okay. And, um, you know, but Polly was feeling good and they were, they were healthy. And the kid, uh, you know, was coming down the anchor leg. And I can't remember the other kid's name. I wish I had it. But get us, gets the baton. No, my man is, okay, the guy from Long Beach, and I'm, golly gee. I'm looking at the kid because he's standing behind Geddes. Geddes a big, tall kid, went to Baylor, played football, and, you know, played in the league for okay. a little minute. Um, but he's standing behind Geddes, and he's like, I'm going to get him. I'm going to get him. I'm going to get him. He's jumping up and down. I'm going to get him. I'm going to get him. And Geddes can't see it. So he gets the baton. Geddes goes out. He goes out kind of hard, and the kid just kind of drops off him. And then this guy, again, Geddes is three-time state champion now. Um, four-time city champion, I think three-time state, you know, I don't think it was all four years, but um, young man went, he walked on him in that last, that last 50, and uh, oh, it, was, it was a beautiful mile relay, it was a beautiful oh. night there at Sacramento City, it was hot that day, Yes. oh my goodness, but anyway, anyway, so. I know how that feels, though, to get walked down in the high school state meet, though. <laughs> 1995. Okay. Uh, Richburg got me on that one. <laughs> in the eight yeah okay okay not a relay though no yeah, yeah. but i had to lead <laughs> okay so what so so 95 so was he he was a senior you were a junior yeah he was, so, he was a senior out of uh east bay up here i forget the name of the high school um, coach lee uh i can't think of it right now but he's from from the east east bay aaron richburg uh, he's nice, uh, yeah, law enforcement uh, police officer in, in Houston now. So okay. definitely here for him and, and his safety and, and definitely using yeah. his speed for good still. But it was a, a year that I was like trying to get that record. You know, then as a junior, I, I had a pretty, you know, dominating junior year. Yeah. Uh, we're going 147 in oh, yeah. April at, at uh, Arcadia. At yeah. one point, I led the world in the 800 for like 14 hours. <laughs> and then, um, you know, going up into the state meet, the year before, we had a, a pretty epic race with him, uh, Obi, 
uh, Vondria Moore. Mm. And with these were like in the, it was California 800 in the oh, mid nineties, yeah. all, all oh, throughout yeah. the nineties, even early nineties, oh, yeah. Brian oh, Woodward yeah. and stuff. Yeah. It was, <laughs> it was no race was, was when it get to that point, it was, everybody yeah. was could, oh, yeah. could fire. Everybody had firearms. So the year before, bunch of, whole bunch <laughs> of assassins on mm-hmm. the track. And there was no, there was no, let me, from a, from a fan and a young coach's perspective at that time, early 90s, there was no safe time to go to the restroom. You just had to, you, just, you couldn't, you just couldn't drink that much. You know, we're going to stay out yeah. there on the south side behind us, you know, not behind the scoreboard, but out there behind that, you know, in the warm period, we're going to hang out, yeah. Back, yeah. hang out on the other field next to the, you know, disc yep. stage and that kind of stuff and just relax. And then, you know, you're going to go in and like, all right, let's go. It's, uh, mm-hmm. you know, because like you said. There's no, there's no safe race. You can't miss no. anything at the state. No, there's, at that point, no. There's fire. There's the pole vault pit <laughs> is happening crazy over here. The yeah, Scott Slover was doing that back then. Yeah, somebody's, somebody's gonna set a national leading Kobe, throw yep. with a shot. Oh, come on. So Lala, yeah, so Lala Sewell was doing it back then. Uh, oh. Powell, Susie Powell. No, it was oh. everything. Every. <laughs> uh, um, Jeremy Fisher was was hot. I remember when. Oh <laughs> yes, all these man, these names were just thinking back. Yeah. No, it's just that was a statement. Uh, all those names is in a statement. California, <laughs> they're all coming together, right? And so wait, that wait, was. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That, so that was just like you said, just to follow up on. You can't leave, and 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 also just the total respect from lane one to nine, oh, one yeah. to eight, and you know, in that final for sure. So what what happened was, um, I think I well, I know. You know, he was, you know, talking now, you know, with his coaches and being able to sit down with Aaron 20 something years later and talk over the race because yeah. it ended kind of crazy. Mm. Um, uh, but it was something I learned, I learned about, which which I think gave me more drive to, to do what I did in the next year. Mm-hmm. But, you know, going into the last 600, you know, I was feeling real boss. I was feeling real confident and, and just had total control. And he passed me. Uh, about what 220 meters ago and I mm. felt insulted it was the feeling of insult and I was like you don't and I and I hit the button super hard to take the lead back from again like I went mm. supercharged mm-hmm. and and had a lead and did, and did the number about 50 meters ago I'm hearing the woo from the crowd <laughs> I said what they cheering so far hard for I'm like I'm about to like I'm almost over what's when they cheering for and I decided to look back, and Aaron and I's eyes locked. Oh no! And he and his eyes was a lot more ferocious than my eyes at the moment. <laughs> uh, and it because he seen me shocked to see him so close, and he yeah. seen me like I'm not done. Yeah. And it went down to the last lean. We both ran 148 right there, and he got me at the lean, and I just kind of just passed out and just couldn't breathe, oh, and just you know, part anxiety, part upset, sure. part tired, you know. Uh, and oh and um, never really got a chance to like shake his hand and congratulate him until 20 years later, which I'm wow. glad I did, you know. And absolutely, we broke bread. We broke bread, kind of, and like, and just hearing, you know, the the support system that he had that led yes. up to that moment. Yes. You know, and and yes. and how everything that they said, they had the same strategy to do that. That was a strategy. And they had they planned it. They said and they were planning that since April, you know. <laughs> and I was like, oh man. And so it's cool to hear the strategy behind it, the passion, the yes. support. Yes. And and definitely, you know, catapulted our, our careers to another level, you know, to college level and oh, and and uh definitely our you know, just to be able to go through something like that and, and be a bigger person about it later on in life and be able to break yeah. bread and, yeah. and, uh, it was great, great friendship. I, I love to continue. So, yeah. yeah. 
95 though that's one that's one youtube race that's on of my, my, some of my youtube races that's one that's there it took me a while to look at it and then i looked at it i was like Ooh, that was a good race <laughs> you know it's it's funny you you experienced that um that loss your junior year that great race you know, i won't even call it a loss you know it, thank you yeah you know because and and not that and not that loss is an insult but you know when you put in an individual race when you put everything you have into it you've planned you've trained mm-hmm. you've sweat you've missed you've you've sacrificed you've missed you know dates yeah, and dances and dates. graduations yeah, yeah. and mm-hmm. all it's all that kind of oh, stuff yeah. that the that the elite athlete has to give up to attain, achieve, and maintain that level of performance mm-hmm. in an mm-hmm. individual sport. Just think of my my junior year. <laughs> we lost yeah. we lost in the semifinals, thirty four to thirty four to twenty eight. We turned the ball over. It was a li- there was a little bit of moisture, but that wasn't the thing. Turned the ball over four times as, you know. It was just, yeah. you know, this is high school. I yeah. had cried. I've buried, <laughs> I've buried tons of people, family, friends. Mm. I haven't cried that hard since that November of 1990. Mm. Year, and oh my goodness, but sticks it, with it's, it's some of those things that stick with you know it builds character, but it sticks. You like you feel you feel it, <laughs> man. Well, you know, and so we could, you know, now obviously as an individual, you know, I'm five ten, and my wife will say I'm not five eleven. I'm five yeah, right. <laughs> five ten, three quarters of two fifty-five, two sixty, and I was flat footed and not I was the reason I can coach is because I was such a fan from a hundred years ago. Cause I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. these guys are doing something that I can physically not do. Not because mm-hmm. I can't train for it. I just didn't have, you know, I was born with the wrong parents. You know what I mean? So, like, <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, you can work but, hard. You know, it's hard, but yeah. Yeah, you know, so, but anyway, here we go. Okay, so back to, back to fanboy. Um, yeah, all right. So your, so your senior year is coming. Now tell me about, I mean, in the 90s, we didn't have, we talked earlier about not having social media and you know email or any of that kind of stuff so no. tell me about the recruiting process i mean how how are how are coaches reaching out to you coming to you you know approaching you and saying hey mm-hmm. we could really use your services at such and such university yeah i i, I remember the first time that that was that 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 was an a thing like that was a thing like there's people in the audience that are looking at you and keeping track of you and wanting to eventually you know recruit you to be on their collegiate team and yeah and uh you know i like i always i love football i watch college football mm-hmm. and everything and that earlier i told you about that and so i like the usc and uh ucla just uh, uh east coast notre dame just mm-hmm. just because I, I was i like college football and so i kind of knew yeah. about the colleges that way Absolutely. but not until with track i didn't think about it like that well my dad was a big person well there's one part let me go back and, and be a little more factual my dad did say the only way you're going to college you got to get it in a scholarship i'm not paying for you to go to college so i remember that i remember that early (laughs) so yeah i knew there was a way to get to college and he did too but it wasn't like the whole recruiting thing like you're saying like the people there looking and this so it came to to, uh reality or like real 3d when i um at the 1990 
when I was 12 that same year with West Valley Eagles and I walked down this guy, caught this guy on my third leg by about, it looked like 80 meters away. He wasn't in the frame for a long time when recording, but I was able to, I was able to catch him. Wow. I was able to catch him. Wherever you are, brother. Sorry about that. Yeah. Yeah. That, that right there. I got that video. I'm going to share that video with you. Yeah. (laughs) And so after that race, there's a lady, a couple of ladies from the team. I don't know where they're from or another team. And it's like, oh, you're illegal. And then another, I remember she's calling, that's illegal what you did. <laughs> and then somebody else is like, you know what? You just earned yourself a scholarship at USC. When you just keep yourself right, you're going to go to USC. And I was like, just like that. And I felt like that relief, like that plane ticket relief. Like, yeah, oh, okay, yeah. stuff like this can lead yeah. me already getting there. Like, okay, well, my dad was saying it can actually come to fruition, right? So. Yep. Um, and then fast forwarded to where I started getting the letters. That, that was such a cool thing, getting letters yeah. from Harvard. Yeah. You know, first letter was from like an Ivy League school. Nice. And then it started to Kansas was a lot and, and this and that. And, yeah. and just, you know, getting these letters from your coaches or coming to your mail and you just sit down and read and, and mm-hmm. see what the temperature's like, what, the, what everything's like. And then being able to start getting the phone calls from the from the coaches yeah uh the reason why i laugh because it gets kind of it gets kind of real right now so (laughs) oh man so i think a big part of it my dad wanted to be like the like part of the package deal on on me going to college okay okay and and either and a lot of ncaa that you know you can't really do that we'll obviously find out later but sure a lot of my uh I only went on one or two, only went on two recruitment trips. You're allowed okay. like five. Yeah. And um, if my dad couldn't go, he was just like, all right, basically you're going to stay either. He wanted me to go to USC. Like you're going to go to USC. Okay. So I, so if pretty much I thought I was written to USC. So I didn't go on any other recruitment trips. Really, I didn't. I went on USC during like the fall and was pretty much locked in there. I would, I would love, if I can say, I really love talking to, Curtis Fry. I really felt connected with him in North Carolina. Mm-hmm. And just the phone out of all the people I talked to on the phone, like that's one guy I would love to have been around in a college setting or something, right? And he's just so wonderful with those teams. Right. Oh, right. Man. And so I, that's <laughs> I mean, looking back at it now, I'm glad Facebook can keep me connected with a lot of these amazing, yes. you know, coaches and just see see their yes. you know, ex, you know, their the demeanor, their human humanity and and yes. and contribution to the sport. Then, um, oh my gosh, this is one of those where I, I, I might as well just put it out there. So Stanford okay. called and my, and my dad, for some reason, wanted, was like, okay, what are you going to do for me? And the coach was like, uh, what, I'm going to get your son this? And I, can, I wasn't allowed to talk to him. Mm. Next thing you know, he pretty much hangs up on the coach from Stanford, Ben. Mm. And, and wow. I ended up fast forward running for the Nike farm team after UCLA up here that's when I moved up to Stanford or Northern California and he was the director of track and field here at Stanford and a big help with this Nike farm team and 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 such a nice guy and and to this but at the moment I felt so like my gut was just like because I've seen that hang up happen and I was like oh man here he is yeah nice guy never brought it up and was just you know totally respectful and even to this day he gives me hugs and stuff so it's it's um it, it was it was one of those it's just like I'm this is this is my pop's decision pretty much and so and I was just going along with it like hey all right USC this is where I'm going and then I don't know my dad heard something and thought that they were had other motives I don't know what happened and he was just like you're not going to USC anymore Hmm. 
And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> You're going, it's like, let's, let's go, it's called UCLA, pretty much. That's what we did. And so we went on a recruiting trip, I want to say, in like the spring. And I was that next thing I know, I signed at the in the spring to UCLA, like total switch. I'm like, I'm going to UCLA. Wow. So it pretty much my recruitment was letters, okay. a couple of phone calls, um, and then you know, like two recruitment trips, one to USC where I had this the most spiciest hot wings in my life where I burnt all my taste bud. <laughs> That's when I remember. Okay. And then UCLA, UCLA recruitment trip where I uh, was introduced to uh, John Godina and Jonathan Ogden. Jonathan Ogden is a Hall of Famer tackle at uh, uh, Baltimore Ravens, yeah. Super Bowl. You know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And so... No. Yeah, no, go ahead. Finish, please. So, I have a Jonathan yeah. Ogden story. Oh, right. Okay, and so... Yes, I do. I, I want to say the paramedics had just left the weight room, <laughs> and I go in there, and uh, I was like, oh, we're trying to figure out what happened. Oh, this is Jonathan Ogden, this and that. And it's like, oh, what? find out what happened. And apparently either Jonathan Ogden, I think, uh, they were, you know, they were bent, they were lifting stuff, bench pressing where the bar was bending before they even lit like this, the bar bending weight, whatever that is. And apparently <laughs> it slipped and bumped his chest oh. and bounced and he caught it back up and lifted. But they just came and checked just to make sure everything's fine. And he was fine. When I saw him, I mean, they were laughing about it. Like, yeah, it bounced off my chest. And you just shake this guy's hand and, you know, his whole hand is, Dude. how you doing, young man? Dude. Dude. <laughs> And that was amazing, right? Yeah. So you're okay. So you're talking about these two schools, right? I'm I'm a SoCal guy, growing up in Los Angeles. It's it's one of these two. I don't even know that. I mean, I graduated from California State University, uh, CSU Dominguez Hills. I didn't even know Dominguez yeah. Hills was a place. I, I didn't even know that was a thing. And uh, but the first the the two times that I wished I would have studied more or, you know, and, and dedicated a little less time to watching my sport of football mm -hmm. I was at USC for spring ball and Tony Baselli went by me and it was like, what happened to the sun? Yeah. And, you know, Tony Baselli, you know, and went on, he played for the, I think he played for the Jaguars or somewhere, you know, in the league, but he, you yeah. know, all American yeah. at USC, same thing. So in, in UCLA, to their credit, they were so kind while Donahue was still the coach. Actually, I think it may have been his first year gone. And um, the guy that replaced him that had been at uh, Fresno State, San Jose State, he, um, they invited us in. It was the first time I saw intercut video. I was watching film. I was at UCLA. We're at the spring game. And Jonathan Ogden in cleats with a helmet on goes by me. And I'm like, yeah. I'm thinking at the time, Tony Baselli is the biggest human I've ever seen yeah. live. No, <laughs> no. When no. Big J.O. went by, I was like, golly gee. And at the time, I always wore a mustache. And, you know, so we, we kind of look alike. But his yeah. head is just that much larger. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> he had that fro. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That oh. Was, I was like, yeah, when I seen that, I was like, oh, these are men at this. These yes. are men. No, oh, okay. no, 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 no. They're not men. They're giants. <laughs> They're giants. They're, these are giants. I mean, that was, I mean, Godina and I, yeah. I mean, the two of the, like, strongest people on on that campus that day. Oh, yeah. Was, Absolutely. I remember at one point, too, uh, I, uh, the the throat team had to make their own weight room at the top of Drake Stadium because, uh -huh. or yeah, or now um, um, Rayford Johnson Stadium now, right? Is it or is it? Have they, have yeah. they changed the name? Or they? I want to say it, they slashed it probably. 
Yeah, yeah. I, I want to say either last check, last year or the, the year before. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Shout rest in peace Johnson. too. Rest yeah. In peace. Rest in peace. Yes. He, rest in power. He was so wonderful. Oh, the All stories that. around that too. Every time I met that brother, every time I went to Drake, he was there. There was mm-hmm. never a meet that I went to at uh, at uh, at UCLA and didn't run into Ray for Johnson. He was mm-hmm. always there. Mm-hmm. And, uh, great Bruin. Great Bruin. Yeah, great American. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah, just and his son, uh, J- Josh Johnson, went, went the same time I was there. Well, he's a couple years older than me. So that was just it, it was just one of those things. I was so proud of that experience there and just yeah. to see and it, this is what I was thinking the other day with um again with you know the record that I have and what has been allowed the, me the privilege to 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 either talk upon certain stuff or have conversations to be to have the um the honor of of having a, a say a, a, about a race or what's yes. going on now and just and yes. have a conversation Yes. And, and just and just to have that connection from the from history to what's going on now, it, it's 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 a true privilege. Yeah. Um, also, what it is too, I was like, you know, I always look back about, you know, I would love to go to the Olympics, obviously, and and gold yeah. and all that stuff. Sure. And, but there, one thing that I say that that record has gotten me was the again the privilege to be around these other Olympians, you know, like I was right there with them and, and there was days before practice. I, I, I was sitting there watching the birth of the dry phase with Otto Bowden, John Drummond, John Smith, uh, mm-hmm. Maurice Green, mm-hmm. getting in the blocks right mm-hmm. there <laughs> and, and just seeing the torque yeah. on their shoes oh, yeah. that close. Yes. Seeing, yes. you know, the, everything about them, the jokes and, and then what it entails to be that level athlete from the meal prep to the massage therapy back massage therapy was kind of groundbreaking back yeah. then as far as having that be a part of your training Absolutely. And, and so all me being a student of the sport that way being from a, a person that had the this time that got you into this next level yes. and then just open your 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 world you know from yes. coming from a inner city of the bell gardens you know that side of the tracks yeah uh you know redlining you know folks that kind of fit in a certain yeah. demographic to yeah. ucla to seeing so many different ethnicities seeing yes. people that came from that's another part seeing people that came from their state their high yeah. school and they dominated exactly and they, you know and so to be exactly. amongst that yeah. I truly call it a privilege. And I, it brought me to something I was thinking before the interview about how, what, how the Olympics was meant to be. I think this is before the modern Olympics. This is mm-hmm. back in the day day. Gotcha. And I think it, I remember reading that it was a way of bringing people together and to have a marker of, in history that people can remember, talk about as a community, Olympic yes. community. Yes. And so every, every that four years is a way, yeah. you know, Oh, you remember. And, and yeah. so that's how I kind of feel, you know, not making it to Olympics, but being that record kind of got me in into that realm of being uh, being oh, yeah. right there to be able to say, you know, I touched yeah. this, I've seen that, and yeah. whatever I can get gain from that, I've been able to help my kids or other youth mm-hmm. into saying, hey, this is a story, this is how it's done, this is how they come into, this is yeah. how they attack the game, this is yeah. their mind frame, this is what I saw, not just me, you know, I got there too, and that, yeah, this is what worked, but. Yeah. This is what Otto did. He would. I remember one story about him. This is going into the '96 Olympics. Okay. He would change. Do you remember having? I probably still do. I, I don't have it, but okay. a landline. 
and then yeah. there was the voicemail. Uh, so it wasn't. It went when it went from the tape to the actual voicemail in gotcha. the thing, right? <laughs> so he would. <laughs> so he would change every day. He would change. It's ninety eight days left for me to make the Olympics. It like pretty much. Oh, wow. He like this auto boat and boo, 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 and and okay. he would change it every day and just the commitment of him thinking that yeah just just to say you know that's just awesome. to keep that goal to write it down and to to manifest it that way you know and that's something I learned growing up but just to see how other elites athletes how elite athletes really kind of have a common denominator about the way that they can visualize it so from that I would have a, a coin the term uh, for myself pretty sure it's been said before but something that I stick to is a uh, visualized victory. Like there see you yourself win, uh, you know, see your race and always. And I would tell my athletes when I was coaching, I was like, see yourself winning, you know, see yourself running the race, see yourself coming from behind, see yourself leading. But what do you do? You just see your, you know, visualize and visualize victory. There's times where I would do that in warm up, and then I'll hear my dad from across the field, slow down, you're just warming up. And I was like, that's incredible how your mind can put you in a race mm -hmm. and you can just be warming up and mm -hmm. how it translates to the body. Mm -hmm. And in that warm up, I was really, you know, taking off. So it's go. just something that I, I feel that connection where where I was able to open more doors for myself to meet, network with more people Absolutely. and just to have that access to knowledge and, and stuff is just, you know, it's it's priceless. You know, the um, I want to go back just to a couple of things first. Yeah. Um, in, in reference to Rayford Johnson. Yes, the now it's going to be Drake Stadium and uh, Betsy Rayford Johnson Stadium. Gotcha. Um, That's right. As of uh, 2019. Um, That's right. And then, you know, as, as it relates to visualization, um, you know, I've, I've worked with, you know, now everybody's, it's, it's, I won't say it's crossing over from athletics to, you know, just regular personal in, individuals with, with the concept of mindfulness, getting, mm -hmm. you know, making sure that you're that you're grounded. You know, one of the things that we do when we get off the bus um, at, at 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 the next stadium is, hey, walk two laps. You know, not only to get a feel for the track, but just not only to let the blood flow in your legs again, but hey, just get it. Make sure now mm -hmm. that you can, you know, you can picture everything that you've done at your place, now you're gonna, okay, here are the check, here's my check marks. Here's what 150 looks like to go. All right, mm -hmm. 50, mm -hmm. boom, boom, boom. Their, their zones are, you know, now the, you know, everybody's doing, you know, uh, with, with, my, yeah. with different surfaces. They, yeah, they've got the extended zone, but the entire mm -hmm. zone, you know, is, is painted, you know, all the way back the entire 30 meters. And so, mm -hmm. you know, I'm just like, okay, well, they're, like at our place, the zones are red and the, the main track is, is gray, which has only been that way for three years at, at the college, at Anola Valley College. Oh. And then, you know, but everywhere's a little bit different. Are the curves a little longer? Are the curves a little, mm -hmm. are the curves a little tighter, a little shorter? Is, mm -hmm. is, is lane one almost, you know, banked? You know what I mean? So, it's yeah. like, so <laughs> getting, getting that feel, yep. getting that visualization, and okay, these are the adjustments I'm going to have to make out there today. Yeah, it, it's um, you know it's everything. It's, you know, yeah. your ability to to replicate what you know what you're going to feel in that moment. You got you know you have experience that you can draw from. 
you know, mm-hmm. you, can, you can say, okay, I don't, I don't want to hear the crowd yelling for the other guy or yelling, hey, you better hurry up. You only got 10 meters. You know, dude's closing on you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Okay. And I got, so, so one, so two auto, two short auto bowling stories from, from, uh, okay. from 96 <laughs> and 98. So I told you I'm a fan. So, um, yeah. so I'm at Drake. I'm at Drake the day that auto goes 20.0 in the 200 set the uh, stadium record. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I see him after the Olympics at USC the following year at Loker Stadium, they're gonna do something. It's the first meet or it's a dual meet. And he's outside, you know, he's got his big truck now. He's a baller, he's a pro. Oh yeah, stuff. oh yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So I see him. Speak all those speakers. <laughs> the speakers right here, yeah. <laughs> so I see That's him, right. I said, uh, I said, hey, man. And he's like, hey, how you been? And I was like, oh, doing great, doing great. So I said, uh, I said, um, remember that 20 point? I was like, yeah. He's like, is that funny story about that? He's like, we went over to the tent to see if we could get it rolled down to, you know, 1999. And he's like, they, the timer was like, you better get out of here before it's 20.02. <laughs> so, I mean, just, just fun stuff. Yeah, just fun 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 at the track yes i mean oh my goodness dude and um, that's good that's cool you tried to champion for him that's true because i see sometimes no he I did that no he was doing it oh, he did he was oh, doing he it was. yeah i'm just oh. in the stands no he that's he, right okay he and the coaches went over you know and they're like you better get out of here before it's 20 that's hilarious <laughs> good stuff that is it that 19 that 90 1999 that 20 that is you know you were like let that tick down i can yeah. imagine that take down that signing bonus money is going to change if I. Uh... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh man, man! But I mean that that year, that summer, you know, we're, I mean, we're, we're, you know, that was the changing of the guard year. I mean, that was Carl's last Olympics. Michael Johnson. Oh, um, yeah. Michael Johnson setting the world record. Yeah. Two hundred, and um, I mean that two hundred was so hot. I mean Frankie Fredericks. Yeah. Um, uh, Jeff Otto. Williams. Je- I mean, Jeff Lewis. Um, no, Jeff, it's Jeff Williams. Jeff Williams, right? Yeah. From yeah, America, yeah. right? The American. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And um, was Marsh in there? No, it was. Did Mike? No, I think Mike was in. Frankie the, uh, Fredericks. To Mike. Yeah. Frankie. That was Otto. Yeah, Frankie Otto. Michael Johnson. Michael Johnson was. Yeah, I think that was the medal stand, and Jeff was fourth. I think, um, and then was, was uh, I, I think, I don't know if uh, Linford Christie was still in that. That's the name I was trying to think. Well, he was definitely 100. Yeah. Went, oh, went, oh the, Donovan Bailey. The, he got, oh, yeah, Bailey. Was Bailey? Bailey is the 100. That, that's Bailey's right. 100. But and then, he was, then he was the young guy. But because Linford Christie, that was the year. Okay. Was ninety six the year that Linford that uh, that Linford Christie got uh, uh, disqualified and yeah. stayed on the track? Yeah, remember that? Took a um, well, yeah. shirt off. His... He stayed on the track. And he was arguing because he, yeah. he was from Great Britain. Yes, that was it. Yes. That wasn't yes. happened. Yeah, there you go. There I just go. seen a, I just seen a picture of that recently. That's why I kind of froze. I, was <laughs> like, I just saw this picture recently. John Drummond posted it recently on the track and field uh, page on Facebook. Okay. Dang, I was like trying man. to figure out what that was. <laughs> the singing sprinter, the singing sprinter from Kirk Franklin oh, and the family. 
that dude can sing, sing. <laughs> and he is just hilarious. He's always been hilarious to me. I'm like, what? The clown prince? They used to call him the clown That's prince. Right. That's Dr. right. Dr. Phil. I know. He got, <laughs> the, he got the, him and, uh, who was it? Him and Dennis and. Yeah, Dennis Mitchell. Him, Dennis, Maurice. I'm trying to think who the fourth guy was. They got in trouble because they did some clown, you know, silly picture with taking all the shirts off and flexing or something. And, and look, and to this day, I mean, today that's like, oh, go, go for it. It's amazing the difference, you know, just oh, yeah. how things a change, of, right? But a bunch of dudes like me that never, that never could do it, sitting up there like, these guys shouldn't be doing that. Right. Yeah, right. Somebody tried to say that to me about Steph Curry the other day, and, and he was just like. Uh, you know, Steph Curry, but I don't like the way he kind of celebrates after the shot. I'm like, I said, first and foremost, if you've been able to kind of move your body like that, I said, the way he celebrates, that's not dancing. That's the yeah. spirit what's in him that yes. makes him move like that yes. and shoot like that. That's just the way his spirit is still moving him. He don't even yeah. know he's doing that. that <laughs> Steph Curry is a monster. That kid Ooh. is, he's so amazing. I mean, I remember, I mean, talking about 95 96 i remember his dad playing for the yeah. charlotte hornets and other teams and, and just you know in the in the three-point contest every year yep. Del curry is doing it man and um, and it's amazing how that was is Del curry somebody posted a i'm not posted a stat something you know uh kobe kobe bryant's in uh hall of fame rest in peace yeah. kobe oh yes. that hurts so yes. bad still but oh man the, mm. yeah but um there was a question that was posted uh to me, I seen it and I was wanting to know. It's like Kobe's dad played in the NBA. Yeah, and there's yeah. and he posted Jelly his Jelly Bean Bryant. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. And that's why he's Bean. I didn't know that part. Why? Why she said Bean. Mm -hmm. And so, um, what they're saying is this the first child of an NBA player that's one nominated to the, or inducted to the Hall of Fame? And I'm just like, whoa. Mm. That's that, a, that's, that's some. That's a, now that's. <laughs> I love basketball. <laughs> you know, I'm not in the archives like that. That's a, yeah. that's a good one. That's a good that's one. A, that's one of those. That's one of those. If you just want to have the thinking phase, just kind of think of, yeah. just ask that question. He's like, yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> that's the thinking phase question. So it's, yeah. I like those little trivias every now and then. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Okay, Mike. Okay. Yes, sir. So here we go. <laughs> All right. Senior year, 96. There's nobody left. You're the guy. Yeah. And unless Obi, unless Obi tries to double, you know, I mean, there's guys, there's guys on the periphery, but you're the guy. Yeah. It's let's, let's go to that fateful night. It's Friday night. We're at Cerritos. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you know, is your plan to get the record that that night? Is that was that was that from jump? We're gonna go out hard. And, uh, you know, set this, you know, this is, so, this is the night we'll come back and try to finish it up tomorrow. Yeah. So well, there was a few things. There was a lot of things coming up to a head at that, those two days. Okay. Uh, um, one was getting an A standard for the Olympic trials. Gotcha. Having an A standard for the Olympic trials meant that you can get your pro trip provided. You, you know, exactly. otherwise, if you didn't, you had to find your way there. So there was yeah. a way that get that, so that was... Get your plane ticket. Get your plane ticket. There you go. So there, <laughs> I didn't have my Olympic trials plane ticket yet. That's right. <laughs> Two, uh, there was this guy named George Kirsch who had the who has the it was the last. Remember earlier I told you there was papers up on the wall and he was pretty right. much one of the last ones up there because he had the national record at one forty six point five eight. Wow. 
And um, I had run 147 already and a couple times and 148 earlier that year. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a, always seemed to be a wind blowing around the track. I remember that was something <laughs> of, in 1996 in, in track. So leading up to that day, Friday morning um, was a recognition day for academics at Bell Gardens High School. Okay. So uh, we went there, came back a little late, and, and my dad was – under pressure he's feeling the pressure himself yeah uh and you know it was all you know it was all building up we have that race and i'm already usually the day of i'm kind of just on edge but kind of calm down and he must have been feeling it and was upset that we were late and just kind of took off all the papers and it was just like ah and my brother i'm 12 years older than my brother okay comes up to me and says tutu that's my my nickname growing up tutu whatever you do please break that record because that would bring he felt like that would bring some some peace in the house this is like it'll calm everybody down you know from the mouth of babes they they see the truth yeah and you know just speak they speak their facts right and and the way he told me and i and and he told me he the way he sat down next to me like he was an uncle that was no that part of the game he didn't even look at me he looked straight forward he's like hey whatever you break that record and he peace then he left like and your brother's five he's five years old at the time Yes. <laughs> His wow. birthday was June is June 3rd or second, June 3rd. So that was May 31st. So yeah, he was wow. still five. Wow. And so he he uh and when he said that, that was that was my goal. That was it. I was like, you know, I'm gonna do this for my brother. I'm gonna do this. Mm-hmm. I know I need to do this myself, but he like I'm gonna do this for him. And then we kind of kind of quiet that whole day, you know, pops is quiet. I'm I'm just tuned in. And uh, just, just like whatever, I'm just gonna, just, just gonna run until I can't run anymore. Mm. And then my dad breaks the silence once we get to the track. You know how you just, we just talked, we did the same. We would walk around trying mm-hmm. to ex- assess everything, get the, yep. the vibe of everything. Yep. And uh, he's like, "Hey, Mike," I look at him. He's like, "What?" He says, "Look at those flags. You know how you have those triangle flags that kind of, mm-hmm. you know, cut people off from the uh, field events and cutting yep. across, the, you know, the flags." Yeah. Yeah. And he looked at him and was like, and they were just pointing down. They were not moving, no, no wave at all. No he wins was, today. <laughs> he says, no win. This is the this is the day to do it. This is the day. I'm like, all right. So I warm up, you know, get my, my tiger bomb on, <laughs> get my uh uh I was still running in Quincy Watts' shoes that he gave me. I ran every high school race in those shoes, even the first two years when I didn't fit in them, because I felt like you know, every he, it's, it got him to the Olympic gold. It's going to get me somewhere. And it got me every high school national record in, in high school, uh, every high school uh, record in the 800 meters. So anyway, I, I, I decide that um, it's either all going to uh, prevail after the 600 or it's all going to end at the 600. But I am going and, and oh, so let's go back to practice. OK, three weeks prior, three weeks prior, I want to say we went to Compton College. That whenever okay. we go lace up to go to Compton College, that my dad went to Compton College for a year or two and before okay. uh, North Carolina. And we, my family's around Compton as well. So, nice. so we went on that nice. red dirt track and he's like, I want you, he wanted me to get out of the, the comfort zone of running a calm third 200. Okay. I found my pacifier was a get out hard and then kind of calm down that middle 400 from 200 to 600 and then blast again the last 200 gotcha. and he's like to get that record you're going to have to run the third 200 yeah and and so he had we ran uh, a, a time trial maybe it was a 700 or something okay 
it was something like a 700, but but the main thing was to run that four that four to six hard. Yes. And then catch my sister was he put my sister out about 150 out. Okay. And I had to I had to catch her too. So it was all kind of things aiming. And so soon as and so soon as I got to the 400 and I ran, you know, he had me running fast and he said, go. And I ran that 200 so hard, caught my sister and then ran to the 700. But I I ran that too. And I was like, and he says, you ran that and you're still able to keep on that turn. Mm -hmm. You can do it. And so I remembered that part, too. So um, and and so and and then. also, too, was the beauty of being the prelim. So you, you knew people were go- so I can go ahead and be a little riskier. There you go. So I um, and one more thing, you had two days to do it. So I was like, OK, I have this night and this night. So, yes, go up to the line. And I was like, this is, is going to happen. Get on that. Everybody was talking, you know, it was, it was a prelims. Yeah. And I, I get out. And I was just like, I'm, I'm going to go. I'm going to, this is a, I'm running a two, four hundred. No, I'm running a 400. Then I'm running a 200 and then whatever happens, happens. So go. I get out, I come across around 51 seconds, 51. Listening to it now on the, on the recording, I get into that later, but there, yeah. I found a recording of it and you can hear the announcer saying, uh, I hope Michael knows that there's another race tomorrow. <laughs> is anybody <laughs> else looking at this? I think he's doing something special tonight. And you start seeing people hone in. So I get across at 51. And in my mind, I set off. This is my, like my dad yelled out, go doing that time trial. Yeah. In my mind, I felt, I heard the gun go off again. Mm. And I just compartmentalized my, my thoughts to running that 200 as, as hard as I could at that time. Yeah. And looking at, at the video, I remember seeing those next 10 steps after the bell that sound that I was, my head was down and I was running a 200. I get to that 600 meter mark. My dad is all the times it's been a state me, any pretty much race, he will be at that, at that place, the 200, 200 left, the 600 meter mark. Mm -hmm. He wasn't, I didn't hear him. And coach, I can, every, I don't hear anything during my races back then, uh, but I can always hear my dad's voice. There you go. And I couldn't hear it. I was like, Hmm. oh, all right. And then I'm on that back, that that final turn coming home where the practice, where the warm-up field was, and it was just so quiet over there. Mm. And as I'm as I'm feeling, as I come through that 600 and I'm at this side of the abyss, I'm like, man, I feel pretty good. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm all right. I'm still running. Yeah. It's quiet. Where's my dad? Just keep going. All right. Just let it flow. And then at the 700 mark, I hear my dad there. Okay. 129, 130. And I'm doing the math very quick. I said, yeah. man, if I can get a 15 second, yeah. you know, I got this record. There you go. And so, and so I take off again. Boom, Slowly start hearing the crowd yeah. moving. I was like, what? This is going to be something big. <laughs> and then with 50 to go, I felt my legs were tree trunks. I felt like both feet were on the ground at the same time, which is what <laughs> you don't want to do unless you have skates on. And so <laughs> definitely in a race, I was like, please make it to this line standing up. And, and by the grace of God, I was able to, you know, stand up through the line with a 146.45 and just to hear the crowd and, and hear that time and see that time. And, and, and 25 years later, know that that moment is Man. something you know, we can still all share. It's a part of American history, you know, oh, yeah. something that I'm very oh, proud yeah. of. And, and, um, and at that point I was like, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I did this. I qualified. I'm done. And when I say I'm done, it was, I was like, I was not going to run the next day. Mm. I was not part, part of it was just a little overwhelmed mm. for what happened earlier. Sure. And some things that just kind of, you know, made me feel like, what is this all about? You know, here, yeah. here it is. 
Yeah. Oh, now you're talking. Now you're cool. <laughs> mm. How about this? I'm not going to run tomorrow. And I was not. I was not. Mm. I was like, mm. I'm done. Mm. And he said, Michael, you know, he apologized. And he, and he said, how about this? Just get out there. You can't do that to the people. You can't do that to yourself. There's going to be people out there tomorrow. <laughs> and, <laughs> and he said, you got to come back. You got to finish this for yourself. Um, and how about this? How about this? Just go out the first 200. And there was two, there was a, a fast runner up from up here. I can't think of his name, but he was a twin brother. And they both, he ended up winning state the next year. They're 148 runners, both of them. Okay. And so, um, but he was in a race, very uh, credible threat, you know, for anything. Yeah. yeah. But I got out, but I, I know what happened that people were, and, and I've heard this a lot. And I tell this to my athletes, I even instill it in my sons. Uh, and Cause I've heard it where people say, oh, Mike's here. I'm going for second place. I'm going for third. Not to say that any of them thought that, yeah. but, you, but my dad felt it. He's like, you just did this last night. They're going to leave you alone. Sure. <laughs> sure. Especially if you go out like you did last night. Yeah. So after that, he says, go ahead and resort back to your comfort middle lap. And then just, just start. They're probably going to notice that you're probably tired or you're not running like you did yesterday. Yeah. And about the 200 meter mark, you might start feeling something. Yeah. Go ahead and take it home. Once you start feeling a threat, to your lead just just taking take, take control gotcha. and that's what i did and i got out and that got me out there thank god that was that happened it was way more people there on that saturday than it oh, was yeah. that friday night oh, yeah. standing room only especially after hearing what happened the day before oh yeah uh, um and i you know did the strategy this race is on youtube i got out the first 200 walk when i say walk there's a slang for just i didn't put that much effort into gotcha. to really Oh, yeah. A push in. And then the last 200, I felt, brother, from, from the north up here on my shoulder. And then I was ready to rock. Came yeah. through in about 150 and uh, won my second state championship, which was, uh, looking back, I'm glad I, I, I did that. You know, finish that. It's something that I can share with my kids. Like, no matter what's going through, finish what yeah. you start, you know, and, yeah. and, you know, go ahead and push through it for yourself. Because it's going to benefit you pretty much in the long run. You're not what you're trying to, you know, get back at somebody with, you know. So Absolutely. just... Absolutely. Just, just go ahead and, and it was a, a great, great situation, great feeling to win that, and especially twenty five years later, knowing that I did complete that, not just got the record and walked away. <laughs> yeah, that I mean, being, I was on the fence. Uh, oh, okay. Oh, oh, oh no, oh no, I was on the fence that night, the Friday night. I'm oh. talking about. Yeah, we yeah. were Because we were trying to qualify on the mile relay, just a couple of you know, a couple of minutes later. After mm -hmm. the, well, there's no, yeah, 3,200 goes straight to final. So that's you know, right. That that's was the very right. next thing was going to be in the heats. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. sitting there on the fence, I'm at probably, I'm right under the press box. So I'm at, I guess, the 150 mark after the start. Oh, so oh okay. I'm sitting there and I'm on the fence on the, on the, you know, <laughs> yeah, stadium level. And, uh, and one of the coaches, I can't remember, I won't say what school he was from. Uh, I do okay. remember, but I will say what school he was from. But, you know, you came through the quarter at 50 point and he was like, who this little think he is, Johnny Gray in this? And I was like, <laughs> I mean, I will never, God is my witness, I will never forget that. Not the fact that you came through at 50. What he said about yeah. what you came through at 50 was so perfect. It was like Robin yeah. Harris was there commenting on the race. It was the most poignant <laughs> statement yes. at the time. That's hilarious. 
But yeah, you know, you, you tell them. Yeah, about, I was trying to be my Johnny Gray. Yeah, that's oh, me. yeah, that's, absolutely. Uh, it's absolutely. like that's the way you run that race. Yes. <laughs> and since and you you know there was there wasn't a good time to say it before I, I wasn't going to cut you off. Um, mm. But you know, back to the back to the fan perspective. Um, I was ninety two. You know, cues. You know, you're running in Quincy's shoes. Ninety two. I'm a freshman at West LA College, um, and West LA has a beautiful. 800 meter, oh. 45 degree angle hill on the backside Ooh. of the college. So the SC, you know, the SC guys and the UCLA kids will always be there and come. And that's where I met Q the first time. Um, I they, it was before the Olympics, and you know he's coming out. And then after, when his his grandparents' home was robbed and he, you know, his, his medals were stolen. Oh wow! Um, I didn't know that. Oh wow! Yeah. And um, um, so I, you know, anytime I see him after that just before he started coaching and all those kind of things it was still it was it was first of course it was it was it was fandom and then it was more like friendom and now you know you know coach kind of thing yeah so i'm just yeah. so happy to see him you know still active and coaching at usc oh, and, you know, very important very so important great. man in this in, uh, absolutely influence in this sport very oh. important man yeah. you know and just to Good see deal. him and what he's doing with michael norman and ray you know it's it's, it's incredible. incredible. Yeah. It, incredible. And then again, he's one of those where, you know, service to others is is our, the rent we we, we uh, pay for our space here on earth. And right. he is definitely paying it for it. And not only for obviously, you know, his close circle, his athletes, but just for uh, fans, for for American that loves that quarter mile, and, you know, event oh, yeah. to oh, see yeah. it continue to move on. From, from that person that we all have this little connection with. And I, yeah. I cheer for him. I cheer for him all the time. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Good <Yeah>. news. <laughs> so, so you, so you head over. So now, okay. So that was, that was May 31st, you know, that mm -hmm. Memorial Day weekend. Um, um, did you, were you able to attend graduation? Was your. No. So I want to say that next week, was Olympic trials or the following week? It seemed to happen okay. so close together. Yeah. In graduation, so anyway, no, I didn't attend graduation because I was in Atlanta. I sure. Was there like, you go. no, yeah. I'm going to Atlanta yeah. to reach my Olympic <laughs> dream, especially when they have me in the in the uh, yearbook as class Olympian. I was like, I got to live up to this. <laughs> so <laughs> so no, nah, we, uh, we I went was able to the, um, the community was able to raise up some funds to to send my dad as well. Nice, which was great, you nice. know. Um, uh, I worked at the local Bell Gardens Elementary. I was a teacher's assistant, one of our first jobs. And cool. it was something else to have that support from them as their yeah. person that's sent into the Olympic trials and, and, nice. and representing, you know, Bell Gardens, which was, it was a, a point where you just, you accept that level of respect and, and, and um, being a role model in, in, in a way and, and just saying, hey, you can do this and, and show. And I, I, I like that. I like yes. it. I want to lead by example. And, and by good words and motivation and motivation. Mm -hmm. And so I uh, ended up uh, missing the, the um, graduation, but my sister was salutatorian. Okay. And, and so she, she was able to give a speech and brought up my name. Twins? So she twins? skipped the grade. She skipped oh. the grade. Oh, yes. wow. Okay. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But we're, we're about 14 months apart. So okay. yeah, yeah, we're pretty close to wow, in, in age, okay. but she's, she skipped eighth grade. She's total brain out. She would help yeah. me a lot with my, like English classes and stuff, and I help her out with her art classes, and so that's we made awesome. it work. <laughs> that's awesome, man. Hey, that's beautiful. Yeah. 
That's great. So no, it, it was it was, and that, that's one person that we've gone through my whole high school track. Like she was right there with me through all the practices and stuff. So a lot of times when I forget what happened, she'll call, you remember this time when you raced or this and this? I'm like, oh, I forgot <laughs> about that. You know, and, and so, it, you know, it was a different type of thing. You know, you got your dad, but having somebody yeah. right there with you and and um, through every moment and now 20 something years later to be able to bring, she has a memory of certain things I do. Yeah. And we can come back into dinner table sometimes or on the text messages and say, you remember that? Or remember That's that time? Nice. Even random stuff, just singing Jodeci after certain meets, or you know, just oh, Jodeci man. came. It was <laughs> uh, well, 90- Mary J. Blige. We had that was going places. Oh my goodness! <laughs> well, like you said, '96. So in that in that previous year, you know, '95, um, you know, with, with Montel Jordan was that song. People have yeah. no idea this is how we do it. I mean, we're mm. still playing that song yeah. now every Friday. And like, <laughs> that song was so big in 95, man. That thing was mm-hmm. everywhere. Yeah. 96, I mean, okay, we got Biggie. Biggie comes Biggie, out. Biggie, Jay-Z Jay, starting to Jay-Z. come through. Jay-Z starting. Foxy yeah. Brown was starting to really break break uh, yeah. titles as a as a female rapper, you know? Yeah. But then, then it. Wow. Then I remember it getting into, uh, there was a meme I seen recently. It's like, <laughs> if you don't, if you don't love me like 90s R&B, I don't, I don't want it. I want <laughs> And I'm like, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. I was, oh, I'll keep it on 102.9 up here. <laughs> oh, man. That's great. That's wonderful. Dale. Thank um, you. Yeah. So I read, um, saw that you wrote a couple of, um, that you wrote an article to yourself, to your younger self, a couple yeah. of years back. And it was featured on Flow Track. Um, you tell us a uh, uh, a little bit about that and uh, you know as we you know in in retrospect as we're looking back to 96 you know even back just a couple of years i mean it's been how's your, how's your i mean as we've seen most of your family tonight it was yeah. so wonderful to meet your children and everything just yeah. with the ice cream and the little baby um but you guys obviously survived you know through the covid uh period oh thank you that's right oh yeah yeah, yeah I mean, the whole we just, pandemic yeah, we just jumped in i forgot i'll get <laughs> You know, yeah, I'm glad. Yeah, you sure we good. That's right. Man. It's, yeah. I think a big part of that is that uh, right now things kind of feel a little bit more normal. And stuff. Yeah. You know, I got a whole hat rack over here full of masks. You know, home can't wait to put my hats back on that. But, you yeah. know, I, it, it was it was a it, it was a time that it, I dug deep in that pandemic. You know, we were just here just yes. uh, really being with the family. Um just battling some of my own demons and just, just kind of getting my mind right and mm-hmm. understanding, you know, refocusing, uh, coming out of this right. Um, yeah. You know, I, I gained my, you know, pandemic 15 and all that good stuff. Now I'm back. I just need another seven pounds. I'll be all right for, for July. Well, but- I'm glad. I'm glad <laughs> because the, the machine, the machine that we know you to be, I'm glad yeah. for you to say that you gained your, your, your little yes. COVID, your COVID-19. Yes. I'm cool yes. with that. Okay. That's- I'm putting out. Yes. I felt, I felt more empowered when I seen Will Smith say it. So I was like, I have Will can say it. Let yeah, me go ahead and yeah, for real. Uh, oh, man, yeah. yeah. I was like, that's real, representation Will, matters. It's good. Yeah, right? So I, I, so I, felt, I, I, I put them on. Oh, I put them on. And I enjoyed every ounce. <laughs> but... But but now I feel like we're all on the we're, even inside the house. My wife, she's on a on a on a mission. I'm on a good, mission. I talked to my mom. Good. 
She yeah. dropped all, you know, she dropped it plus extra. So nice. we're, we're, okay. we're all having a uh, kind of a family reunion um, kind of post pandemic. Hey, I haven't seen you in two years That's up right. here in Santa Cruz. So it, it, so it'd be great to see her. So we have something to kind of train for. Right. And, and so but um, the, going back to the article, I was approached by Corey Mull, Corey Mull from Float Track. And they were having a series called, you know, Letter to My Younger Self. Yeah. Um, and gave me, you know, some, some lead, you know, leeway to, to talk about. And I did have, I was going to, uh, kind of, I wanted to bring it around a race, um, kind of leading up into the record and maybe, uh, mostly not bettering my time, you know, after that race mm-hmm. and in any of my times pretty much, mm-hmm. but it was, um, and then I went through a couple other things then, what happened was I remember calling my dad and I've been asking for the recording of this, of the record for years. I was like, can I, as like, and it's getting to the point, I was like, I don't want it to get messed up. Maybe I can convert it to a DVD if people exactly. still know what those are. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, you know, something, you. you know, and, yeah. and, uh, and I even had some people up here is like, they have, they know of companies that can con- do the conversion. Yeah. And upon talking to him about it and he basically told me they were destroyed and it just, it, it just, I didn't dig deeper into how they were destroyed or whatever, mm. but it, there's just something that it, part of my gut feeling was just like, I didn't like that answer. And yeah. it just kind of brought up more stuff from that <sighs> growing up. And so I'm, I got permission from my mom and and asked her as like, I, I remember my record as being like this. This is something I remember happening. Mm-hmm. And I've always, whenever, whenever coming up when people ask me about the record, um, if people have or about the record and, and what was you thinking? And I remember I would just, just not bring it up the truth. I was like, you know, I knew this is the two, last two days, but a big part of what happened that morning was, was, the, was a big um uh tnt of why i ran like that you know Mm -hmm. it was it was it was huge tnt and it was years of that kind of building up you know just little things here and there so i asked my mom i said and and my mom we have a great relationship my mom is is a powerful woman to go from nothing when i say nothing Mm -hmm. to nothing but the whatever's in her purse and Mm -hmm. maybe one shoe maybe that and started her life over and now she has a house to her name. She's earning good business and money. Mm-hmm. This is a great success story. And that's somebody that's related to me and I can still have as a resource and a connection. Yeah. So I said, mom, is this what happened? Like, this is how I remember this day. And is mm-hmm. it okay if I kind of bring this up? And she says, and she says, not only that happened, you're right, but this is also why he was like that. Woo, 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 woo. Mm-hmm. And he then he was one of that was a controlling person and if it wasn't by his way especially if the woman wasn't acting right he would let her know mm-hmm. and so and so I was like you know what here's a letter to my younger self because mm-hmm. you wanted to quit that day yeah. you wanted to run to obliv- oblivion mm-hmm. um but you have more things to to do this record is definitely something that's that you're going to remember we're going to talk about to this day and, and yeah. beyond yeah. And you've always held it that you didn't really tell the, you know, the ends around because every time you ask about it, I think about that day and hearing from other people, they see me as the record holder, man, what would you do to get that? Oh, how's your dad doing? You know? And, and I'm just like, things are good. You know, and that yeah. was a record, but yeah, 
that that day is definitely there's a there's a whole story behind it. And so yeah. I, once I got the permission from my mom and, and hearing from her side um, what happened that coincided with my memory. Yes. And of what I thought and with Mario and everything, she goes, yeah, everything that you're saying is exactly what happened. Um, and the way I wrote it, you know, I, I, you know, I just, you definitely, there was definitely a tornado. I do, there was the tornado mm-hmm. in the house of papers, of papers gotcha. and clocks. Gotcha. And so, um, hmm. and I was like, you know what, here it is. And I wanted to write, and I was truly writing to myself. Uh, I, I wrote it and, and it was a way of, of giving that younger person uh, uh, the feeling of there's other stuff besides this record that you're going to accomplish, that you're going to, there's people that you're going to reach. You're going to have a, a beautiful, and that's something I always wanted is just a wife and kids. And I guess sometimes people who grow up in a kind of a tough situation is want to have kids. So he's like, it's going to make it better. And, yeah. and that's not, not always the case. And, and, and yeah. it can almost recycle some of the same things because you don't Absolutely. know. And so, but, but with the grace of God, a wonderful wife and, you know, therapy and, and, and self yeah. and un- digging deep, yeah. you know, I'm understanding that, that, you know, take ego out the way and, 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 um, understand that my, the older I get, the younger my teachers are. And mm-hmm. I want to be that person mm-hmm. to listen and to learn and, you know, definitely give my, um, old school way of thinking and, and discipline and stuff and, and yeah. know that this will take you somewhere. But at the same time, in this age of social media and yeah. stuff, what it's all about. So it was just a way of me telling myself, yo, this is what you have to do. This is what led up to it. But yeah. This is what's going to lead on from to other things you can celebrate, but you're also going to, there's other stuff that you're, you're going to accomplish. Exactly. And, and most informed with family, uh, starting a business. That was something that I was really uh, happy about. Um, end yeah. up coaching, be able to share knowledge is, is something that, that um, I feel is very important from, from that article. And, and, and that's where I went with it. It was, yeah. it, it definitely, um, I had some amazing support and, in comments, uh, uh, teammates and coaches finally say, I finally met Michael Granville. Thank you for yeah. sharing that. Yeah. Uh, thank you for saying that. Now I can yeah. figure out, oh, how, how, how am I approaching being a coach of my kids? And they're like, there thank you, you for, you know, and it was something that I, will, I put myself on a limb and it was great to hear the feedback. There's still, there's that feeling of, you know, it's just like, damn, you know, you know, why does it have to be like that way? But hey, yeah. you know, um, it's we're all at peace right now. And and, yeah. and and it's it's positive to it. There were some people like, oh, I can't believe how you can talk like that about somebody or your dad. That's your dad. Or how can you? I say I'm just saying facts of one day of yeah. one day that led up to a record and Absolutely. where I am now. That's yeah. where I put that's where I put it. I respect my father. I do everything. But for. Yeah. That story, I wanted to just give a glimpse of one day and yeah. then everything else that led on after that as far as me overcoming, um, <clears throat> meeting, uh, having experience in track and field at UCLA yeah. that brought me into loving the sport. In high school, I was, I could not tell you another person's name that besides Quincy Watts or certain people. Yeah. Um, that I've, I've either want to look up to or eventually wanted to be or something. Sure, sure. But as far as any other race, event, mm-hmm. anything I couldn't tell you about, mm-hmm. you know, because part of it too, I would get up there for my race. My dad was a big part of just get in, get out, you know, yep. try, don't talk in too many questions, you know, yep. don't get distracted. So I would I never so seen you. Race, I never <laughs> seen you at the snack bar, signing programs, 
interview, nobody, no microphone in your face. No. Michael, how'd you feel when you came on off the curb? Yeah. None of, I'm like, mm. you know, and, and we, and like I told you before we started, you know, that was, you know, my understanding far removed, right? But it's like, okay. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. It's yeah, right. Um, like, oh, there's so many. I can tell you more stories on the other side of the camera. It's some good stuff. But, <laughs> but uh, um, it's it's it like it's <laughs> looking at it now. It's funny. But um, yeah. it, but it, it, it looking into the going into the UCLA and 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 the teammates and and the understanding of the sport, being a student of the sport and everything around it. I I enjoyed it then. I I was a team captain. I I was you know, telling jokes, of, you know, with the team. There was a whole different life yeah. of track that had put on to my life yeah. and where it was, I was not the fastest on the team anymore. I was respectable, yeah. but, you know, but looking back at it, I tell yourself, hey, Michael, don't say it like that. You won two NCAA championships. You DMR, won the Pac-10 championship. Four by four, DMR, right? four by four in there 1999. You there you go. Uh, you know, three-time All-American, uh, Pac-10 champion in the 400 meters. Who else was Pac-10 champ in the 400 meters? Quincy Watts. You know, right. so I was like, you know, you're right, right. there in good company. Like, even That's though right. it was probably the, it was 46 something, but hey, you know, <laughs> it was a W. Hey man, hey. <laughs> but yeah, and so and I, you have, I found and that you have part. an opportunity, yeah. and I'd say even, you know, as you, as you, as you were saying just a moment ago, you got a chance to enjoy your experience at UCLA, mm -hmm. and we got a chance from the stands, other coaches, all of us holding watches saying, what's he going to do today? You know, well, well, you know, what's he going to do today? Watch your race. What, you know, what's Obi going to do today? What's Kenny going to do in the hurdles today? You mm -hmm. know, you know, you know, these, all these different names. And as you guys yeah. were crossing over at that time, That's right. Uh, what's, uh, what's Sutan going to do today? What's, um, um, mm -hmm. uh, 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 Justin Fargus going to do, you know, it was just yeah, like, okay, yeah. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. all those, as we're looking, I mean, nobody knows what's going on in anybody's house. I mean, we're mm -hmm. all we're all mm -hmm. we're all grown here. This ain't you know this ain't <laughs> this ain't little you know. And so, um, to to see you now, growner than grown, you know, got your own yeah. family, kids, you know, happy, love you, and everything. And um, and you you're sitting up. here looking back and able to talk about your time as a, as a Bruin there at, at Drake and now yeah. right, for, right for Drake Stadium. Uh, I mean, right for Johnson Drake, Drake Stadium. Um, you know, I just want to congratulate you, man, on your growth into, uh, into a nice sustained manhood and, you know, and not, and for, and, and so grateful that you didn't have just that record um, not that that would be anything minor. Yeah, right. Your life has continued to yeah. progress. Yeah, and I, I, there was a part um, where I didn't. So after I moved up here, 2003 was when I. So 2001, I moved up to the Bay Area, and I pretty much hung up the spikes for good in 2003. Just some injuries, and it just was. It was. It, it, it. I felt track has had brought me up here to start and, and, and instead of just, okay, Michael, do this hearing from other, this is what you, this is your projection. I suggest you do this. And I'd said to myself, clean, not clean slate, but from this point, you, it, you make decisions about where your life, what do you like, what's going, oh my gosh, I end up being in stand-up comedy. I had that run going for a while. Really? 
yeah, massage therapy. Nice. Uh, uh, I taught art at a little independent school. I found myself working at Starbucks, you know, and eventually I got into personal training and working at a physical therapy um, yeah. uh, center. And from there, I was just like, Josh Johnson actually is mm -hmm. Josh Johnson and Mark Guillet. Mark Guillet is the owner of uh, Agile Physical Therapy, which is, he's the person that got me my first job okay. in this kind of health field, yes. who was actually my trainer at UCLA as well. Oh, so wow. Moved up here. Yeah, so, nice. we, got, so nice. we had a good connection. And then Josh Johnson also too is like, Mike, you know, they both was like, why don't you get some, uh, your certification in, in personal training? You, I think you'd be good at that. So I yeah. started doing that for so personal training, massage therapy, and then that combination of massage therapy um, physical therapy, uh, personal training, and comedy, that combination was perfect for what I'm doing in my business. Okay. As far as keeping a group entertained. Yes. Uh, once I was done with, with comedy, because that's the hardest, and I, I it was the most humbling experience <laughs> to, to stand up and tell some jokes, and people look at you like you're reciting poetry, just quiet, and just like, <laughs> like it's just there, you know, it's just like, it was, it was, humbling but it gave I did it because I like that feeling of competition like that getting out yeah. there yeah and so it gave me if it filled that <laughs> and then once I was done and I was starting to get into boot camps which I uh, run outdoor fitness still to this day nice um it was a way of 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 having the the um education and knowledge of how to progress people's exercises to mm -hmm. um modifying it Mm -hmm. because of the work I've done with physical therapy and right. understanding the body with massage therapy because I have to learn every muscle. So I'm yes. just with that combination. And yes. then the comedy, it was like, I don't play music. You know, a lot of people play music with their uh, fitness classes. I just okay. talk and just say things. And growing okay. up, you know, at UCLA, when you feel up there before warming up and stretching, everybody's talking about this person, that person, the shoe yeah. size. Why you, you know, it's just like, you know, I, I wouldn't... <laughs> You're laughing, you know, real good laughing, mama jokes and stuff. My dad told me, don't do ever do mama jokes. My first day of practice at UCLA, they were doing mama jokes. I was like, oh no, I backed out. I was like, oh no, this is, and so I had, to, but I got Chris into the, I got Chris into it and it was great. <laughs> and so Jim McElroy is the funniest person I knew at the time. He, Jim McElroy, you know Jim McElroy? I know Jim very well. Oh, hey, Jim, listen, listen, Jim, okay. You're talking about Jim number 85, right? Yes, little, sir. Little skinny Jimmy. Okay. Jimmy, so, Jimmy Mack. Out of, out of Washington High School. Okay. So, yes. Uh, so, Jim, I've known Jim since uh, late 90s, maybe 2000, somewhere in there. Somewhere. Oh, okay. The first time we met, I think he had started, he was a, he was a trainer at Bally's in, in Culver City. Uh -huh. And I think it was uh -huh. the first time we met, and he said, I said, hey man, I said, you look so familiar. He's like, yeah, my, my name is Jim. I was like, Jim, what? And he was like, yeah. So we started talking and then, you know, I met, you know, so we met and we hung out and we started talking. And then his sister works with Fellowship of Christian Athletes. And oh, yeah. I, I'm a huddle, I've been a huddle leader with FCA for many years at, at, uh, at Eastside High School and um, now at, also at, uh, at the college where I'm at, at Alice Valley College. And so I know, you know, and sister, of course, was, you know, the first, the first um, softball player to get a scholarship from the inner city. Oh, yeah, I did read yeah. that. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, she, she was, she was a murderer on that stand. Oh. Tall. And, I mean, like Jim's a smaller guy, right? 
his, you know, Jim's sister's like, I think she's, she's a solid six foot. And then, oh, wow. Uh, yeah. And then her, her husband. She was a played, pitcher or? Yeah, she was a pitcher. And then her husband, Adam, he played ball at uh, University of Hawaii and he's a teacher. And yeah. Look yeah. at that. Yeah, man. Good dude. What man. a small world, oh, man. Oh, wait. One that. more. Oh. One more. Last Jim story. And uh, Jim, I want to shout out. You can call me on your uh, 1585. Uh, yeah. Uh, I love that. So I got to get in on that. But he, um, the when they he's coaching at Gardena High School, and when he won the championship, I officiated yeah. the game. So oh, what? I, was, yeah, I was on the field for the game. It was great. So isn't yeah, that cool? cool? I was so happy to see that too. And that was like that was like pre-pandemic right there. That was a good yeah. win for the kids. Yeah, right. 2019, 29th fall, wow. of, uh, December 2019. Yeah. November. Yeah, 2019. I remember. I remember seeing it on his stories. I was like, "What? He's going all the way. He got a ring and everything." Yeah, I nah, think they ended up winning. They won a state title, or did yeah, they lose I want to say title? they did. I know they won. Or, we were, I did the city game at El Camino. Oh, and then. Oh, I don't know if they won the state one though. Yeah, I'm not. Because they went up. They moved up. They went up here. I was. I remember that part. Or was it? I think they lost. There was a lot of fires going on too. I remember the fires. Oh going on. yeah. Oh got, wow. Yeah. Either postponed and then, but they end up. I don't think they won, but he did win the CCS or the yeah. CI, whatever the Southern section was. Yeah, 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 but yeah, yeah, at the time we was, I was coaching at, at the high, high school here, Gun, and nice. it just seemed like every year, right around the championship, it was like a, it's a fire that just cancels yeah. all kind of like mass and stuff there too. But Crazy. going back, yeah, yeah, <laughs> Jim McElroy was a big reason. Whenever I think about funny, I see like he was so smooth with it. And so I, I end up getting in stand-up comedy just going, I was like, man, if I can have the, the power of Jim McElroy with this set, you know. <laughs> but no, all that stuff has really helped out. And so in 2015, uh, so I was, I've been working with this company uh, that had an outdoor boot camp in 2006. I started working there, you know, stopped doing the stand-up comedy. That's a night life. Yeah. And then trying to go into a boot camp life, which starts yeah. at 6 a.m. the first class. Yeah. So yeah. I was like, okay, uh, this one paying, <laughs> so let's do this one. And end up being um, one of the best career moves uh, of my life. I nice. um, was able to use my athletic experience mm -hmm. as, you know, through warm-ups, sitting down, looking at the professionals, do their prep and, and warm-up. And, and through the education I had and even learning on a job, you know, and, and being able to tell, you know, quick wit and jokes at the same time really started building uh, a community around my type of fitness, the G fit, nice. you know, G nice. fitness. Yeah. And, um, and it, it, the company I went, uh, they, I went from part-time and every time they, they asked, Oh, there's another slot open. Are you available? Yes. Uh, I remember at that time I was like, just be available whenever you're yeah. ready. Just yeah. be ready when, you know, so you don't have to get ready. And That's you right. have this next thing I know I was expecting. My wife and I were expecting our first uh, boy in 2007. Nice. So, you know, things got real. I was like, all right. And I, I started <laughs> putting the same effort I did in track into boot camp. I was like, I think this is what it's going to be. And there you go. I, um, you know, started building the clientele. Uh, the, 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 the bosses and the managers liked what I was doing. And they called me one day and said, you know what? You're going to be our first full-time employee. Mm. And so I got benefits, um, <laughs> they were, I was like, and, and then bonuses and like, this yeah. is great. Um, I had another baby, you know, baby boy in 2010. Yeah. Um, you know, it was able to, you know, was feeling for, I was providing and going somewhere. And then 2015, yeah. it all got pulled under the rug mm. got pulled under me. I get a call and they say that they're 
dissolving my program, the bootcamp outdoor fitness program. Mm. And they were going more into corporate fitness. Like, so the company was started by a lady named Pat, Patty Perper from Stanford. And she started this first coined the term bootcamp for outdoors for regular, okay. you know, gym and Jane fitness, not, yeah. you know, going to army. Yeah. And it was a way to boost people's fitness to maybe try a gym later on, you know, okay. and it turned out to be a really, Wow, a, okay. a good program that people wanted to keep going and she built it from that to google yahoo you know having nice. uh, eventually facebook so nice. she sold it off bigger companies bought it and then yeah. it's like what is this little outdoor fitness part of it mm -hmm. uh get rid of that mm. we're going this way gotcha and, and so they when they broke the news to me thank god they gave me six weeks notice instead of two weeks notice it's like we're gonna give you six weeks to kind of you know figure out what you want to do, but just let you know, um, after that, we're, we're no longer providing benefits. Gotcha. Um, if you want to come aboard, you have to do a certain way, pick a, a, a facility. And I remember going to work that night and she blasted the email saying, this is going to be the end of this. So start, you know, finding another way. Mm -hmm. I'm going to give you guys time. And I just remember going to that Stanford, this is where, back when we were at Stanford track, when my shoulders were so rounded forward for the pressure of just trying to figure out where, mm -hmm. how am I going to do all this? You know, yes. like this was just a, a cool thing that was happening. Yes. yes. And I remember Randy uh, was the first client, client that came for the 6 p.m. boot camp that night. And he pat me on the shoulder and said, hey, this it's not over. Yeah. He says, you think all these years we've been going just because of this company? No. We've been coming here because of you. Exactly. And, and uh, because <laughs> he says, if you bring the energy he says, you don't know when we're going to show up, but yeah. you always show up with the same yeah. energy, with the same positive nature and, and, the, and, your, and a smile to where go. it makes, you know, makes us want So all that. And then from hearing him and it just was a domino effect yeah. of hearing things like that, that, awesome. you know, giving somebody, when I talk about giving somebody flowers when they're alive, it That's happened right. that week. That's and right. I was just like, what? I mean, tears left and right. That's and then awesome. after that, we came into now you're going to start this business how are you going to do this so i was able to network use all my resources from each person in my class that either was a lawyer a logo designer an accountant mm -hmm. um you know uh, somebody that does web pages so yeah. each one i just picked and just understanding that they have only so much time to pro bono me something That's and right. whenever they say hey i got this time to talk are you here available yes i'm available and go. so from that point i just you know, started writing stuff down. I got my website, you know, things that, you know, how do you make sure I can accept the money? Yeah. And by the time that six week rolled around, I was able to start GFIT at my LLC started on November 17th, 2015. Nice. And by December 1st, once my uh, benefits and everything left, I was able to deposit 30,000 bucks into my new bank account from all of the support to start my wow. new business. From wow. when I mean the support, it was, they all pretty much either paid for a year in advance or half a yeah. year in advance nice. for the boot camp, and That's just beautiful. to do that, and I never looked back. It's like let's keep That's going. Awesome. That's let's awesome. Keep going. That's awesome. <laughs> Fantastic. Congratulations. Yes. Thank you. Congratulations. Thank you. I'm yeah. telling you. I mean, for and for us to, you know, um, I, we've said so many names: Quincy <laughs> Watts, Otto Bolden, Obi Moore. Yeah. You know, Jimmy, Jimmy McElroy, Rayford Johnson. I want to yeah. shout out. I want to shout out Jamil uh, Smith because yes. it was his post. Yes. Um, that and happy birthday! Out. He said it was his birthday too on the thirty first. So we gotta give him okay. a happy birthday. Yeah, yeah. man. And, and uh, yeah. you know, Smitty, I'll be I'll be over there to see you and Pops. And we gotta we gotta come through and hit IHOP or do something. 
celebrate coming into your getting out of getting out of your 20s or, or, or. <laughs> again get out of your 20s again uh, but uh but yeah man the um you know just having this opportunity to, to make your acquaintance meet you and um you know get caught up on everything that you're doing and you know again see your lovely family and now that you said, I was looking at the, the pictures behind you, but now when you said you were oh. teaching art, I'm like, is this all of you behind you? Um, so I'm, um, I'm a, so this one here is Bammer. Bammer is a Oakland uh, Sacramento artist, the king okay. and queen. Um, I'm doing something with Shikari right now, Richardson. This is still in the works. You can see that blue hair. So oh, most yeah. of the stuff is mine. Uh, but no, I'm actually collecting other art from nice. amazing artists that okay. around here. Uh, um, uh, <laughs> so, um, I'm Victoria, yeah, Victoria, I'll be right there. So, um, okay. so a big part of, um, I've always been in art. I've taught art. I've, I've sold some art, but it was just more of a, a hustle. Yeah. You know, and I needed yeah. an extra hundred here or this and that. Gotcha. <laughs> One second. <laughs> Come on in, sweets. Well, she she's gonna come in and try to paint on this phone. So, <laughs> I, um, so I I've always been you know I love art. I've, I've uh, been a mess with it, but this past year I hooked uh, hooked up with um, he was my long jump coach at Gun. We both he's a, a, a educator in art as well at the local okay. colleges, and we both kind of found out our, our interest in art in school. But then after a lot of the social injustices that happened last year, that well, actually yeah. it's always been had, but that's kind of yeah. brought us all. Um, to the table and say, hey, there needs to be some change. How do I contribute to a protest or a change or to awareness? Yes. And and uh, Jordan came up, came up with this uh, nonprofit called Illustrative Voices. Mm. Illustrative Voices is a way where artists can come together and and draw, you know, with the illustration and use their voice to talk about what experiences they've had or uh, about social justice what they envision, how they want social justice to look like in the future. Mm -hmm. And what we've had is started off with the online virtual exhibitions, which has been great. And from mm -hmm. that, uh, I'm the uh, exhibition uh, director. So nice. I curate the rooms and eventually when we have uh, a, a, a real space, uh, a brick and mortar space, then we'll have a, a connection there. But right now we're still kind of virtual and online. Sure. And through that, uh, uh, my love for art and understanding other people's art and, 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 and to bring it to my home because of how it makes me feel or the message behind it is something that's in this past year. So yeah. I've, uh, so being an exhibition director, I've been, I've been recruiting artists and in that, and, and I, Amos, what happened was my first show that I curated exhibition. And once you get, sit down with each person's piece and see the description behind, see what they put through and yeah. by the 13, 14 piece, I'm just like lost time. And I was able to really feel each piece and, and then the conversations that come around it. I mean, a lot of yes. times we see these, this art and you see the beautiful colors and hues yes. and abstract, yes. or maybe it's fine. It looks just like the person and you, and you just see it for what it is. But each one of these artists, they have a story behind it. Maybe what, right. what led them to that. And what you see is probably not even what they were drawing, but it's amazing mm. how it talks that way. Yeah. So yeah, I'm, I'm full fully in and gratefully in this in, in in immersing myself with art it's a great way of uh of mental health it's a great way of um my way of of um talking out loud of showing my voice 
yeah. about social inequities, social injustices, and yeah. what I envision for social injustice and bringing in community, celebrating our allies and, and giving everybody, a not just minorities, hey, let's hear from, you know, people that are probably in more of the majority or for whatever yeah. different countries, but we want to yeah. hear it. We want to bring it in the best way I feel of doing it is by putting it on, on, you know, drawing it or painting it or poem or, or GIF, you know, so I'm, I'm open up to different ways of art. And, but just to kind of, you know, wrap up the, what I was saying is Excellent. just with, with illustrative voices, I think I've been able to more branch out in accepting other people's art into my home. There's cause before I was like, oh, I can draw that. I can do sure. this, you know, but now it's just like, no, no, there's something behind it. There's a whole energy and just the connection of meeting these artists and hearing their, their talk. I'm like, I need to see that for motivation. So Bammer, I have his up for the king. When I see the king and queen and he has amazing art, he does a lot of um, murals and stuff in Sacramento. Mm, so if you're okay. up there, I'm pretty sure you'll see his, okay. his artwork. And then okay. Dita Montana out of Houston. It's, it's amazing artist. And if you guys are listening to this, just check your local like listings for any artists around i mean that cool. this is the time to really dive into the art game great that's great that's great. <laughs> yes. great better than well, bitcoin i think yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey man hey you know a year ago a year ago may 1st bitcoin was at 7800 and it got up to 66000 yeah coin and i mean ethereum was $78 and it's just over, just it's 4, 4,000 4, right now. Yeah, yeah. Insane. It's so, in, it's something, it's, I'm, I'm new to it. I'm, I'm new to it. I have to, I have to well, dip something in just the in thing case. for you, the thing for you in the art community are the NFTs. NFTs. Oh, and I've so, already started. I got my first NFT out and well, as soon as I can figure out how to, get this ethereum on my account i'm just new to me so i want to tap in and get uh pavement yeah. 84's uh pavement 84 if you guys um look up that name on instagram he is going to be the next like you won't be able to buy his stuff in the next five years so if you can get on and get some of his pavement 84 stuff okay oh and so i'm trying to uh, once, I figure <laughs> to get, once i figure out how to get his nft I'll yeah. share that too. I just have to figure out the wallet and how to purchase it right now. Gotcha. I'm waiting for the email, but that's, that's definitely what I'm getting into the NFTs okay. doing my own and then finding a way to, I don't know, to see what I can do with it. <laughs> brother, I hear you, man. I hear you. Yes. Well, guys, I want to, man, I hope you guys enjoyed, you know, yes. this time um, with our, with our guest here, this is the silver anniversary of Michael Granville's 1996 national record in the NFHS 800. Is that that's also a is that an 18U also record? Ooh, uh, I I think recently there was a brother uh, in England that went 145. One of those it was somebody okay. in England. Okay, you mean for America under 18? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> We'll say domestic for now. That's not right. That, I mean, yeah. not that international doesn't count, but if you um, still got it here, that's okay. Eighteen. It could. It could be unless somebody. Be. Yeah, unless somebody got into college under nineteen. Yeah. Not, well, we know, not okay. under nineteen. Yeah. We know. We know. We've for got sure. the high school record here. <laughs> high school record I'll take holder. One forty-six, forty-five. That's um, wrong. And all you coaches and young runners, if you weren't there to see it that night, 
Mm-hmm. Sucks to be you, because I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, but anyway, <laughs> Michael Mavs, a pleasure to make your acquaintance. Thank you, Amos. Yes, Thank sir. you for welcoming me into your home and all of us. Thank you for sharing this time and uh, truly special uh, evening with you and um, all everybody that got their name shouted out tonight. Thank you. Um, yeah. Thank all of you guys for making a, a contribution to each of our lives, directly, indirectly. And uh, we appreciate all of you here on uh, I Represent the 2%. Michael, thank you again, brother. Great to thank meet you. Thank you, Amos. I appreciate you all the way. And I hope to uh, keep this conversation going, man. You have a great evening. And I'll talk to you soon. Thank you, brother. All right.